Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Raconteur Collection. It's been a, it's been a long time since we've spoken to you last, and there's a good reason for it. First of all, I'll introduce our guest. As we have, you know, he's always here in the dungeon, which both exists and does not exist, but he's always here. But mm. as for our mm. the other half of the Raconteur Collection, Jack, how you doing? Just real quick, because I want to get into a little bit of why these episodes have been loaded. I've been good. Yeah. Despite all the happenings with the episode troubles. Despite all the happenings with episode mm. troubles and like the kind of weird I, dimensional shifts, it feels yeah. like. I'm not entirely sure what's going on there recently. Is some, you kind of know a little bit more, but yes. some weird yeah, stuff some has been happening. Uh, it's been throwing my whole week out of whack. I've actually, I'm taking vacation from work to try to sort it all out. Yeah. So it's yeah. been Would a little crazy. you say Mercury's in retrograde? And of course, that third voice <laughs> is our always guest, but you know, you don't always hear him. His mic's on this time. His mic's on this time. We made sure to turn it on. Michael, welcome back to the Rack and Turk Collection. We're so happy to have you. How you doing? Hey. Hey. I'm good. Thanks for uh having me back. I'm ready to uh I don't know. I don't know what we're talking about actually, but mm. well this know. is we're going to get into some juicy meat here. I don't know if oh. how familiar out there the listeners are with the Raconteur Collection lore, right? There's a lot. But at the beginning of our show, we often did some like short stories, usually like weird, freakyish stories. I mean, you guys remember those little 45-second minute long shows. And then yeah, those back. were slowly taken over by a partner of ours who happened to be running a show called The Tales of Ephemera. Now, for all those out there who think Simon Lucia is me, that's just not true. I know we sound remarkably similar, but it's just not true. Well, so I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually handle all of your fan mail. Oh, that's I, where I all it's going? That's why you guys have it. We have it routed down it, there. But everybody, all the messages, like, so. I didn't know you could read German. I can read a lot. Okay. Michael languages. can read any language. Um I, I, this comes handy, with being in the realms. There's a 98 Windows computer down there, and there's this thing called Google that I found, and it's okay. uh, it works pretty well. It works. But that being said, it just works. Uh, it just works. <laughs> Sorry. Some Anyways. of the mail, yeah, Zeus. <laughs> some of the mail that comes across, you know, uh, most of it is very much concerned about. The well-being of Simon and Lucia. I mean, is is he okay? Yeah. And is is it the the time space dilutions that are causing the delays in our transmissions? So uh, that, or is he dead? I mean, what 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 is happening? For a long time, we did assume that he was dead. Really, missing might be a better story. The last, yeah. if we recall, the last time we heard from Simon and Lucia was actually in a story about him which was called Nicole and the Lights, which tracked a young woman being obsessed by lights in the sky, only to later ruin her life, destroy yeah. her life chasing these lights in the sky, only at the end of her journey be met by somebody named Simon Alusha. Terrifying. True. And after that, I decided, I said, you know, I'm going to sever ties. Like, it's not healthy that we are involved as a podcast, involved with somebody like that. You know, somebody who just seems mm -hmm. above it all. Somebody who exists in a radio station that frequently teleports around different I mean, trans-dimensional beings, to me, yeah. seem a little... I mean, you got to be a little on on uh, <coughs> your guard when you're dealing you do. with people like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's wrong. No, it's okay, man. But <coughs> what has been happening recently... Ooh, sorry. ...is... You know, the cut episodes that, have been that, delayed. That, and of course, that, you know, <laughs> our our life, you know, and just our life here on this earth has been often to blame for that. However, 
there have been several moments where I've thought to myself, didn't didn't we record an episode this week? Didn't we didn't we try? Didn't we didn't we do this? Didn't have we already had this conversation? Yeah, didn't we I meet up we, and didn't we meet up? Yeah. Didn't we do this? I mean, I'm literally reading from a script of what's this entire like a transcript is, so that makes me feel like it has happened. And I get that deja vu. Oh, hold on. I can I can see that. Let me rustle through those paper those uh, papers there. Yeah, it seems like I don't know. Interesting. Like this has happened. But let's do it anyway. Yeah, it's a whole bowl. So we're gonna do it anyways. Okay. I worry though that uh Mr. Alusha is listening. Is both listening and has been listening and is trying to get his spot back as a storyteller within our show. For no other reason than to, you know, peddle his stories about alternate realities that may or may not exist. Now, is he down there in the same dungeon that you stay in as well that you come from? Doesn't strike he's me never, as a prisoner. He's never been in a dungeon. He's never... No. Well, because, you know, just... He's been locked since, in a station by his supervisors. Because the for dungeon... The record, I'm not a prisoner. I well, no, I know, I'm, I'm just to, saying. Uh, exist in the Exist dungeon. here, because really, I can't afford... The, the dungeon here house, refers so. to, like, the weird almost interdimensional area that this studio resides yeah, in. Yeah, we, we, don't, we don't talk about that. Though. Okay. We don't, we don't need to get into detail. this. But I, is, it, it, will okay. we hear from him again? <clears throat> uh, will we, will we I know think we might. more tales of ephemera. ephemera? I think we might. I think this might be his way of, you know, reaching through the, the waves of time to manipulate us just a little bit, just to get that little bit of airtime back. Why he chose the Raconteur Collection, a podcast that's relatively small compared to the other major networks out there that he could, you know, go into. Infiltrate. I, I don't we know. We either have Who knows? Uh, under 10 listeners or millions, and I can't figure it out because so much fan mail comes in, but it almost seems to be some sort of... Alternate fan mail? I don't know. There's something fishy about it, you know? Like, it's not real, but mm. something is happening. You know what it there. could be? You know how we're talking about... I sent both of you a memo about those future parchments that we might receive. Mm, parchments yeah, that yeah, yeah. we can't read until we actually receive them in the correct point in time. And they'll, we'll be able to read them after that. I wonder if that's the case. If you just have all those future letters. Is that the deal with this transcript? Is that why I can read it now? It's that might right be the time. case. That could be. The transcript scares me a little bit. I have no no knowledge of the transcript. I'm, well, I mean, I... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that being but, said, how how are you guys' weeks been? I mean, are we, are yes, we there? Yes, yes, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. let's forego all that. We'll talk about that later. Maybe in the aftersode. Who knows? I like after-sode. Dude, I just came up with that. Pretty good. That was aftersode. Aftersode sounds a little weird. What is what, what is weird about it? Uh, it sounds like a like a being, a being, an aftersode. It does. The aftersode. Write that down. Write that down. Put that write in the down, campaign. Down. Put it in the campaign. Uh, put it in the campaign. <laughs> the after sodes and the pre sodes wall. Mm. No, but the let's let's start with um, Charlie. Yeah, I want to hear how your week's been. Yeah, um, I know we tried to record uh, last week. Things got lost in transmission, mm. as it often does. Yeah, but how's it going, man? You know, it's going really good. Um, good, and then, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> it's been a good <laughs> week for me. You know. Work has just been work, which is good. Um, there's a couple things like going on with work that I really wish would be like sorted out just to like mentally, like basically things that I wish markers we would hit to where I, the bosses would just be off my back. You know what I mean? That So that's really the only thing bothering me right now. I bet that's how Michael feels. Perhaps. You know what? Actually, hot take. Hot take. Maybe I don't want to talk about work. Yeah. 
it's kind of like the same thing. Like it's like tough, but mm. you know, we're all doing it and yeah. like doing the best we can. So yeah. you know what? I know we're all amazing at what we do. Yeah. But how, how has your week been? That's that's exactly in what I was your gonna, mind. That's exactly what I was gonna say because creatively. Oh, creatively, know. this has been a fantastic week. I've gotten a ton of writing done. Give me some skin. I've got Woo! I so for all of you out there, of course, I wrote the book Manilica, which Michael's read. Jack knows a lot about just from existing. It's changed, though, and I want to read uh, yeah. Your, yeah. your changes. Actually. So I'm working on the third draft of that, which I've basically, I mean, this is only for Michael because he knows, but <clears throat> majorly expanding the opening, like where you get mm. like way more of the past of the main character. Weirdly, really, the opening yeah. is like the quickest part, and yeah. it launches you into like this whole other thing. But it's really good if you haven't read it. So you can probably find it on Amazon. I so think. currently, it's unlisted on Amazon. Unlisted. Yeah. Could you I really list it. I did. Mm. I did list them immediately to like get printed copies, but really, those were for me, not necessarily for like people to buy. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Well, if yeah. you care about yourself at all and you like a good book, and especially like high fiction that is uh, unique, you should uh, reach out to the Rack and Tour Collection on Definitely. Instagram and see. Maybe we could finagle. That's uh, why we should have on more. He he knows how to plug. He knows how to plug things. Well, I mean, you guys. You know, don't plug. You guys should because Dude, the book I'm, is really good, uh, yeah. mm. and I I read a lot of fantasy, a lot of a, yeah. a lot, and you know, these days it's just so a lot of it's played out, and you know, you you just have this like knack for bringing something really new to the yeah. table that I like. And um, so, to add on to the good news, I also have a whole other book series that I'm working on as well. <laughs> It's been kind of oh. developing in the background and that I kind of dove back into secrets. and oh, redid I the origin. And secrets. it's funny because like <laughs> this one is like a much more expansive project. Like, oh, I'm going to do a trilogy. It's going to hit these beats. <clears throat> much more of a planned thing. So much to the point where I'm almost like, you know, I wonder if I should really pour a lot of effort into this, get this written out, and then release that as my first work, you know? Because like this is something like I'm not that emotionally attached to, but like when I read through the outline of the first book because i have it all written out i was like dude there's some there's some cool stuff in here i was like i i dig i dig this world that i you know this wholly separate world named leor that i've created i mean and realistically then, you've been working on manilica and its bones for yes. 15 plus years i mean yeah. since we were kids which that's all going to tie into i guess oh yeah what we're talking about today. i have a question yeah so you know the books um <clears throat> by rl stein mm-hmm. um Goosebumps, that's what they're called. So I give Charlie this like blank stare look for it's a It's funny that yeah. you remembered R.L. Stein, but not Goosebumps. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> funny. Yeah. Um, now, have you ever thought about doing like short form books kind of like that, that like I have. own contained stories, but sometimes, but like sometimes <laughs> yeah. link to one another in a yeah. weird way? Yeah. We should bring this up later and talk about like the Create Your Own Adventure yeah. books, because I remember oh, we, we were really into those. I those are, those so are fun. Jack the closest I've gotten to that are like my short audio story productions. Mm-hmm. So like the Woodsmen and then the Second Gods. You know, you you could expand that to like short stories. Yeah, if you haven't like heard to maybe them. You know, like eighty like, hundred page little like short story books. Because I have like a bunch of ideas, and oftentimes like when I like really like delve into head. the idea, it's like oh man, this idea is not like can't hold a whole story but it could hold a short so story it's really funny because when i get on discord you know how you can kind of see what people are doing yeah like you're close friends yeah really but like when i see you and it says it's listening to spotify i'm like oh charlie's writing like 
I know. I do think like, that, yeah, I think that as well. It's uh, so yeah. funny. Like, I know what he's doing. You know, I'm like, yeah. oh, well, Elliot's playing Elden Ring, of course. But, <laughs> man, that kid is putting some hours in. Oh, yeah. So, and then on top of it, I also, we have our Dungeon Dragons, um, our sixth session that ended. Sixth. Gosh, it's and so it was good. a it was a great session. I mean, we got some like really good RP. Like I was able to do some cool voices. It's been almost completely RP actually, yeah. and it's, Very it's been really combat. fun. And so, kind of inspired by that, I really like dug into <clears throat> some of the rough outline of the lore I'd created for this campaign. And like, I was like, "Now nah, we're gonna amp it up. We're amping it up to eleven. You know uh, what I mean? Because like, I love and like I had, as Michael said, like I had enough of the bones were there. Because oftentimes when I start campaigns, I'll start with a really loose idea, a couple loose threads. And I'm like, what are the players going to grasp onto? What are they really going to respond to? And then I take those threads and I like weave those into something bigger because those are the things they initially mm-hmm. latched onto. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then that's kind of how I run all of my campaigns. I never like to have like a set in stone, like, hey, you're going to go from point A to go point B. I usually have like a bunch of just kind of anomalous things that I'm like, I'd like to work that in. And I usually just work it in a spur of the moment or... I mean, very realistically, something happens or Michael asks me a question and I come up with some one-off lore thing that becomes a huge yeah, thing. You and have I'm like, to. There's no such thing as a completely planned out no. DM. And if you are, that can't be fun because no. the players are going to make choices. Yeah. And it's like when, you know, Henry, uh, I don't know. I don't know where he is in the dungeon. I'm sure he's wandering somewhere. Uh, but that he, he's always... You know, doing something crazy in our campaigns, and, and yeah. in this instance, he had run off in a completely different direction. Yeah. And I know that you had to write a whole new kind of like side story just to fit yeah. that in with the narrative. But that's a good that's a good point because like I knew I was like, hey, Henry's going to run into this. Mm-hmm. But then in the moment, I was like, but what if I what if I amp it up more? Yeah. What if I make it? You know, it was a really fun session. Our campaign's been a lot of fun. I think we should really toss this idea around of maybe recording uh one oh. of our sessions i, I would point. like to i just want to figure out how to make sure the audio sounds fine yeah. um yeah. if you're here you're probably a little nerdy i don't know if you can't tell we're wow. in a tabletop okay yeah. no but to wrap up i'm sorry I, I, do, like, is tabletop nerdy, nerdy though i, I mean at this point I feel like in time it's, i feel like it's a little bit more mainstream but still on the nerdy side for sure video games i feel like are not well really one of the biggest is it any more nerdy than watching reality television constantly? no no one yeah. of the biggest show like shows just out there now is a critical role. Yeah. So oh, I love it. But, I've almost cleared all of it, which yeah. is insane. I'll cut in here. I've been talking for a long time. I had a great week creatively. Like was really yeah. able to like dig Beautiful. into a lot of that and Beautiful. do a lot of that kind of work, which was very nice. And then of course, you know, coming to the podcast, which is a nice way to like cap off my week. Beautiful. In terms of that. So it's been a really good week. It really like nice days off where I really feel like I was able to disconnect from work. Like have a day off. Yeah. So, and I got to tell you out there, for anyone out there who's like ever feels like, oh man, my day's off, just like they go by so fast. They just are over, you know, they're always going to feel like that. But what I would strongly, strongly encourage is like, you'll have all these hobbies that require you to do work to put in some effort, right? Mm-hmm. And on your days off, you're always like, I don't want to do anything. I will say that every time I have put in that work for myself, it is so satisfying and really extends the perception of that day. It feels rewarding. Yeah. And so, because like, I'll, I'll remember this day now, whether it's if I just that. had played Elden Ring, which don't get me wrong, I love playing Elden Ring. I'm playing Same. through as a sorcerer right now, and it's actually been really fun. But if you play a game all day long, you might enjoy yourself, yeah. and that's there is value in that. But if you also take a couple hours to take care of the things in your life that need to be taken care of, like grocery shopping or going for a walk with your dog, like something like that can really like 
elevate you to a point of like, oh, like when the time passes, like when I'm doing something like constructive, I really feel like I get a lot out mm. of it, whether yeah. it's just going outside or writing, yeah. you mm -hmm. know, however much you write in a day. I mean, that feeling, it's like very gratifying when I'm reading a book and it's like, oh, six hours have gone by. I don't feel like I've wasted right. my time, you know? Right. So I think there's value yeah. in doing those constructive Plenty things. Plenty of value. Yeah. But, what, Jack, how's your week? You know, I had a pretty good week and I'm not, so I'm just going to mention work because I worked this week. Um, so I worked... No, fired. No, no, no. I'm not like going to talk about work. I'm saying, all right, everyone, Michael's going to take the other half of the record. Jesus turn. Christ. I worked. And then Your amulet is shattered. Leading up to the, the reason this the week I felt, I felt good about this week. The runes hover around. Is because like I have vacation. So this yeah. next week. Oh, mm. that's awesome. That's why. Yeah. So that that's where I, that's what I'm bringing in. I'm just giving Jack a I got everything. Right. I got everything So done. that's not work. It's, I told you there's a lead up. <laughs> You know, so like I got everything done. Fair. I got all my displays done. Yeah. Got all the pictures done. The the big boss and I was like, "Hey man, looks good. Good good job in those Does sports." He smoke like, his cigar and wear a, is he large and wears a suit and he is smokes large. a Cuban and I don't know if he smokes a cigar, but he definitely like, hey, has. Good job, kid. No, he so the the big boss man Shame. is it's so great cuz he's like, "Hey, you know me. I love beer." And I love people. He talks like <laughs> that in all the meetings. And at it's least so, he says I love beer and not something more disgusting. And it's it's so great because I'm like, this guy, like, this is how you become like the top dog. You gotta talk like this. You know what I mean? Oh no, there the I I will hundred percent sorry for the interjection, but hundred percent agree. Oh, so much of the corporate world is about projecting just the right level of expertise and mastery, but not so much to where you intimidate the other person. Now when I started this now I started working at this branch a few years ago. You don't I have to get at your you know, job if you can do that. And they that's, confidence. That's yeah, that's how we talk. So I'm key. like and you you listen to talk like, yeah, yeah. And then afterwards I'm like but no, I don't. I I don't wait, like, like beer. Wait a second. Like wait, hold on. <laughs> wait. Anyways, so I got vacation. Put in my notes. You know, sent to yeah. my boss. I was like, hey, since you're ordering for my route, yada yada. <clears throat> Anyways, so Saturday, yesterday actually, we went to the circus for like, I think maybe you went. I think you might have gone. I have one. We memory went to of the, the circus. circus where the clowns played "Who Let the Dogs Out." Yeah, we've been to the circus God, at least vague. once. It's that's all I remember. I remember those weird elephant cups they would have. Yes, with we were like, like the top. Pack. We were like yeah. seven, six around there. I think. God, no, can no, I? Yeah. Okay, can I interject here, Jack? <sighs> oh my god! Yeah. So no, this pertains to the whole childhood memories theme of this episode, right? Right. I. Personally, we'll oh get there. Lord, Don't worry. Oh, yeah. hey, no, that's that's why you have the shock mount. I personally, I feel like I can recall memories from like the ages of like nine, ten, eleven, right? But any earlier than that, I really struggle to get. You anything. don't remember? You don't remember my pirate birthday party? Well, see, like there are that, some, but see, like I remember that some. more so because like evidence of that stuck around. Like we yeah. had that flag had in our garage and, yeah. forever. We had the pictures, and like Kate is like, "Oh man, when I was five years old, blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Dude, I." I could not tell you concretely what I did at five years old ever. Like what? Yeah. And I was just wondering if that's the same for you guys or if like maybe like we'll, I just. We'll get into that. It yeah, is. Sure. We'll get into let's that. Let's get into that. Let's start with that. Um, but let anything me, else anyways, about yeah, your So I went yeah. to the circus. And it was like a lot of fun. Like Laura, Ellie and I, we all went. Ellie had a blast. You know, like the performers were doing like the whole like the bungee rope thing. Like at one point, this guy was shooting arrows. <gasps> I like Ooh. it's a husband and wife couple. And like. 
you know, he shot an arrow like that to an apple that was on her head. Oh, and, like, God. all the kind of, it was really was there cool. elephants? No. There were, there were no animals. So what do they don't do they not do that anymore? Is, I, I think, is, is it controversial now? I, I think it is controversial. But this is like because I remember when I like was a, a kid, water, there were elephants. It was like a water circus. It was, it was yeah, really cool. Okay. That's um, cool. And at one point, they had this guy bouncing on chairs like fifteen feet up, and he was like spinning while Skyrim music was playing. It was really funny. I made a <laughs> meme about it. I, Skyrim music. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, but then it's I was I was funny. part I of the act it. actually at one point. This guy was like, "Sir, hold your hand up." So I was holding my hand up, and then he was all like, "Does anyone here want to volunteer for this act?" And then all lights turn off and just a spotlight on me. He's like, okay, you come up here. Oh, you know? God, Jack's worst nightmare. <laughs> well, no, I was like, all right. So I, I played along, you know, and yeah. um, it, it was Ellie pretty fun. Ellie loved that, I bet. Ellie loved it. Um, you know, and there was an intermission where like a guy in a big bumblebee costume came out. It looked pretty cool, you know, and we took a picture with it. And it, Wait, okay. When you say a guy with a bumblebee costume comes talking like out, it was like a big. You al- say it looks cool. Almost like a mech suit. <laughs> I'm having a hard okay. time picking. Okay. Like I was picturing suit. a Minecraft bee. When you said bumblebee, that's the first thing that popped my yeah, head. So I, I, mean, I think like mascot. Huge, like, no, it was like <laughs> yeah. it was like a lush bumblebee. <laughs> think like, like a like a super expensive Halloween costume. This hmm. suit probably costs like eight. They've got a big budget. Eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. They've got like a that. big budget. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, so like, <clears throat> kind of like in One Punch Man, the mosquito lady that she looks like super uh, like in depth. I'll have to see a picture. Okay. I don't remember. Um, anyways, so that was a lot of fun. And then today, that's an anime episode. Yeah, Go to that one. And then today, we uh, I did some work outside. Got some mulch. My parents came over. They helped us. Like you know, my dad was like, "Hey, Jack, you can do some rockscaping here and put mulch down." Mm. We're all outside. You know, I had some jazz music playing. Some Miles Davis. All it's really interesting. Just a really good day. <laughs> yeah, and thanks, thanks, thanks for the. <sighs> Just throw the mic down. <laughs> no, and then uh, but earlier. I streamed for two hours, just playing some Modern Warfare. I was like, you know what? I'm just like, just grinding out some gun camos. So yeah, that kind of I just thing, mean so. chronologically, you should have built up to the circus because that was the. But that happened exciting. first. Yeah, that's true. Are we, should we go chronologically? Kind of like after we get started with this, it might be kind of hard because at least for me, a lot of these memories we're going to talk about, just like scattered. I said, I, as I have, I have a hard time placing them like in a certain time. Shattered in your mind, they're everywhere. But I look forward to my vacation. So yeah, it's been a good start I'm to excited so far. for so, your vacation. Yeah, I, I definitely think I need it. That is always a good way to start a vacation when you've done a lot of that pre-work before. And so like the first couple of days of your vacation, you can literally just be like, dude, everything's taken care of. Everything's good. Yeah. 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 Did the laundry too. Did the dishes. So I'm feeling good. Heck yeah, man. Michael. How are you doing? recording? Huh? <laughs> yeah, we're recording. I'm not trying to make you second, second <laughs> guess yourself, but... Um, Honestly, my week has been good. It's been... Uh, I guess this is just not good enough to record, you know? No problem. <laughs> I guess I'll just cut my whole bit. Are you going to redo that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, my week's been good. This I've, is going in? I don't know. We can cut this. Cut. Yeah, I'm actually going to cut, gonna, that, cut, cut that, Michael's that. whole part as a big joke. Just uh, <laughs> my week. <laughs> just mute it. That's actually what happens. I do speak on every episode. You just edit me out <laughs> of every episode. Takes. That's why it takes a long time sometimes to get these episodes <laughs> There's multiple reasons. <laughs> uh, reasons. Well, yeah. As I was saying, as we're saying, the week's been good. I have we're been into uh, this episode. It's fine. Super, you know, creatively, it's kind of like you were saying, out. inspired, kind of with our campaign and mm. having fun with that. Um, things have been okay at home. Kind of having some like health issues with the dog, but he's going to be all right. He's just yeah. on some antibiotics, and but you know how it is. Is he old? 
It's stressful. He's, you know, the thing is, is you guys, I don't know if you remember, but I found Jasper. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really know how old Mm -hmm. he was when I got him, but I've had him for 12 years. So I'm not really sure, you know, how old he is, but he is aging, but he's uh, healthy, doesn't have cancer, you know. So that's that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's been kind of an up and down dog cancer. Yeah. It's been an up and down week, but yeah, he's on for antibiotics sure. for, for some stuff and, and I think he's gonna make it. So. <laughs> like we all are, am I right? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, but it's been, yeah, an interesting time. Uh, you know, at work, you know, just staying busy, of course. Talking about work. Oh no. Hey, let's cut it. You know what? Cut that, cut that, cut that. Uh because <laughs> <laughs> you know, here we are at the Rock Collection, we often cut everything. <laughs> Uh, been getting back into some old uh, animes, uh, rewatching Cowboy Bebop because oh, it's just classic. so rewatchable. Always. Oh, it is. Um, very good. You know, listening to a lot of nostalgia music and actually kind hmm. of a lot of stuff that like we were listening to probably okay. when we were younger. Lincoln so Park. We, yeah. Oh, a lot of Lincoln Park. I'm getting Dude. back into like my alternative, like progressive, yeah. like stuff. So a lot of that. I I actually was like scrolling through YouTube. I was like, what do I want to like watch or listen to? And then it was just like Hybrid Theory. Just like all like mixed together for like yeah. one long song, like on a thousand suns. And I was like, yeah, yeah I feel like this started, you know, yeah, paper cut paper comes cut. on. Oh, yeah. uh, and then like it, faint. Uh, the music it, video is awesome. And then it blends into the next track. And I was like, this is yeah. good. Yeah. I, I needed this. This is good. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, it's good to go back and revisit. If those. we, I was going to just jump right into childhood memories. Yeah. I'm I, I'm ready. I, I just want to say that, real quick. Do you remember that purple CD? That you brought over to her house one time. And it had... Uh, burning CDs. I don't know if you <laughs> Yeah, that, that could be... A, I don't know if you youngsters remember. but uh. So it had that one song by Pax217 called Prism. Oh, the Prism. Come on, people, yeah. open. Dun, 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 Was that the dun, same dun, dun, CD fire, that had Pillar and yep, POD yeah. on it as yep. well? Yes, and it had Boulevard yeah. Broken Dreams. And yeah. it had... I think there was one more. I think it had Headstrong. Oh, oh, it dude. did. Yeah, yeah for I sure. Got a banger. So it was like a unfortunately the lead singer. It was. Like, I know he got embroiled in some shit. Apparently, so. it was like one of the best mixed CDs I've ever heard in my life. Some of it aged better than others, yeah. but we were really into that when. Oh yeah, when we were kids, some of our probably earliest memories together were our families were always really close. The mm-hmm. the, and the and we would. Whoa, Every year, go I should to... bleep those out. <laughs> the boop and the boop. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. It's a jo- I'm going to do it as a joke. I got to timestamp it. We, oh, we, no, We no. can bleep those. No, out. I'm going to timestamp it and bleep it just as a joke. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But that being said, we we would always every year go uh, to, you know, a state park with a lot of like caves and rocks and cabins and kind of do a camping trip with like our families. Mm-hmm. And we would have like three cabins, you know, there's like six kids in your family and like four kids in mine. So we would yeah. always just like, you know, grandparents, the parents, you know, and it was always a lot of fun. But um, I distinctly remember just in those times, like we would always burn cds and stuff yeah. before we were going like we would always conspire a way to like get the the walkman player from Gigi's mm-hmm. car or like end up in Gigi's car so we would have the walkman player mm-hmm. yeah and uh you know like sit in the back with like the seats down and like the blankets and stuff and like snacks and yeah that was you know that was something like some of my earliest fun memories like with you guys especially was like you know the music discovery kind of came a little bit later but it started mm-hmm. then i it feel did. like well, because I feel like we, you know, you and I, we, we heard a lot of the music. You know, we listen to it now, but the music our dad listened to, like, he listens to, 
you know, jazz to like, you know, 80s, like what I was popular in the 80s. But then, you know, stuff like. Your generation. dad is actually on my list of things I want to talk yeah, about. Generation he X, was a huge Billy Idol, Billy Idol, know, Sting, Miles Davis, like all that kind yeah. of stuff. Like he was into a lot of different stuff. And one of my first, my first musical artists I remember like really like liking was Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. Like one of my first favorites that I can actually like remember and like wanting yeah. to like listen to. I mean, he introduced me to reggae, uh, the one love, you know, yeah. uh, so I like, I remember him playing that all the time, all kinds of genres. Like he, he was always like just a music guy. And so was grandpa, mm-hmm. you know? And so we always had these like kind of cool music inspirations and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, some of it aged better than others. Like, and I, I remember it all fondly though, yeah. like, because we were definitely like growing into music back then. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it was odd for me because I, especially growing up, I never felt like I connected with a lot of music. I mean, not until I think like the first one for me, like land down under by, you know, men at work. Men at work actually just has like a lot of really good music. Gosh, we got down, but it wasn't that song. God, it wasn't until for me, it wasn't until like I started watching like, amv kingdom hearts music videos that had lincoln park on them that i was like mm-hmm. dude i want to find this artist and it was like That's- accidentally accidentally wanting to get the album that had numb on it the f- yeah. bought the first one i saw at barnes and noble which just happened to be hybrid theory which is their before first they album. were like really started getting big well, I mean, they were pretty so big, when they released like- their first album it was like huge success and then yeah. the second one oh, so was even like but yeah they were like me, definitely even better they were yeah. climbing yeah. like you know insanely fast i mean working with uh you know like some you know prominent like other rappers Jay-Z. and stuff and yeah i mean yeah, so for that reanimation Kanye. album um reanimation album is so freaking the good. reanimation dope, is good but i mean in that vein like all of that music like we like we learned all this like kind of older music that we grew this appreciation for and like like the jazz and like I just always your dad was playing these like awesome like music videos of just like old school stuff that we learned to appreciate. I mean, Michael Jackson, all this stuff. And at the same time, we're like growing into like another taste of like, oh, like kind of modern uh, rock alternative. Like new metal, like new, like new rock. That kind yeah, of stuff. I feel like the metal stuff maybe came a little later. But like yeah. at first we were definitely like into the like, oh, like we're like getting to 10, 12, like you know vibing with some of the the sentiment with some of the rock you know yeah and you know i feel like i don't remember exactly when i first heard it but i remember listening to the red jumpsuit apparatus face mm-hmm. down yeah you and were I, really into that you know obviously yeah i know i bought their cd and all that kind of stuff and i remember like i was like mom there's some screaming in it but it's it's good like it's good music and she's yeah. like oh you know okay whatever and so like i remember like having to talk to my parents about like you know, even though there's like, like angry music, like it's still like good music. You know yeah. what I mean? Like being a kid trying to like, because like there's a weird disconnect from your parents at that age when you find something new. You're like, oh, this isn't what my parents listen to, and it's kind of like a new territory you're getting into. Yeah, mm-hmm. like they're kind of like worried about you. And it's funny because when all I'm sure you guys' parents said said it too, but like this is a phase and you're gonna grow mm-hmm. out of it. And like. I kind of did. Like, I still yeah, I love too. some metal, and I go back to it every now and again. Like, lately I've been into some, you know, some newer metal. But at the end of the day, like, I did grow out of, like, like a lot yeah. of that, like, angsty music in a lot of ways, you know. Um, but that doesn't mean I don't appreciate it because <sighs> it was, like, maybe it kind of helped me deal and reconcile and get through, like, growing up a little bit. Well, I, I'm going to let – I think you have a few things to say. But I just want to – so I'm still pretty into metal. Like, I still listen to it a lot, and I'm, like, always looking for, like, new stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But I'm not. I'm always trying to find things like uh, this kind of very jack things that aren't like super like well known solely just because I want to hear something a bit more new, like out of the box, and not just this band's doing what this band did, but a little different. I'm always trying. I want to try to find like different flavors. Are you guys like me, where you can go from like Lionel Richie, yeah, or like oh you yeah, know, I can down like literally go from like and then switch right over to a metal. Yeah, I can song. go like away from like synthwave, like you know, 60 and then go to BPM. Christopher Cross sailing. Like I can literally go all across to, um, the board. What here. was it? Repetition of hatred. I can like yeah. go from like that. Like I'm even a Beatles buff. I mean, Grandpa was really into the Beatles, and I feel like that was another kind of like influence, but. I don't know. Our families always love music. I think that's really cool, you know? Yeah, I feel yeah. like I forgot what I was going to say, actually. so. But that yeah. being said, Charlie, uh, what, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, you go ahead. What, what do you think? Oh, no, whoa, you guys are fine. Whoa, I was just... Whoa, I was... Whoa, I was, whoa, I was whoa, what? Who? Who are you? Well, I, I, I have... So I, I have a question have for a, you, actually. Do you remember when you first heard <laughs> Linkin Park? Do you, do you have that memory? Like the first time you heard them. Man, God, I, it, would, I so it would have, it really would have had to have been a Kingdom Hearts music video that probably had nothing I think on that's it what like that. it was. Because I, I think you remember, shared it with us really quick. Yeah. And then we were like, just all like, yeah, because really then it, very Linkin shortly Park. after that, I remember like going to like one of our cousin's house, like the cousin from the other side of the family that Michael's on. And like one of their <laughs> older sisters had the albums, but they wouldn't let me borrow them. So that's what spurred me to go buy it myself. Mm-hmm. We were um, going to Barnes and Noble, yeah, and like listening to it with those headphones right there. Yeah, I think for me, you know, that music really music for me has always been very like, um, and I don't mean this in like a I don't know like an edge lord artistic way, but like very tonally and like spiritually important. Often when I listen to songs, like I'll picture like story beats that I've written or story beats from other things very much in that same AMV style or totally. like anime intro style of where. Like I will picture like this entire sequence of events or a certain song mm-hmm. will remind me of like a certain, it'll make me think of like, Hey, this is how I want this moment to feel, you know, like, and so a lot of my music nowadays has evolved past that because like, even though, yeah, I'll still get down with like a Linkin Park song in the car here and there. <laughs> Ooh, that's up a, a crisp wave. I, I find that the music I like now, it's just a little bit more chill. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. A little bit more on the more relaxed side, a little bit more. And it's only like when I was working out, high intensity stuff was there. And like mm-hmm. that actually was nice because I rediscovered mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff. Like I was starting to put like Lingham Park on my workout playlist and I was like, dude, this blackout is really good. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I quickly you know, found. You know, this kind of ties into the Need for Speed thing oh, too. Yeah. Like the music on Need for yeah. Speed. Yeah. Like- well, so I just, I just want to say like before we kind of get into Need for Speed. Is that, <laughs> it's a big one. Yeah, it is a big one actually. Um you know, for me, like, I'm kind of like you, where, like, music for me is, like, it's it's very, like, emotional for me a lot of the time. Oh, I have a like, good example, if you'll come back to me after this. Yeah, of course. And so, no. 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 Hold on. Stop. No. Uh, so, canceled. you know, there are times where, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't know if, I don't know if anyone else does this, um, and I've never like, really told people about this, but there'll be times where, like, I need, like, an emotional reset, and I turn on The Messenger by Linkin Park. And, like, I'll just cry to that song because, like, I really like that song. I think it's, like, really emotionally, like, relieving for me sometimes. They have a few like that. You know, I'm like, man, like, this is, like, or good. Or, like, Coldplay. Like, Coldplay, I, it, like, there's some stuff I don't listen to anymore because it's too, like, emotional for me. Like, like I just know I'm like, I don't, you know, like, like yeah, so I don't want to go there. I'm like, know? man, like. It's good, and I love it. Because there, there are some, like, especially, like, if after, like, you know, a week of work or just a week where I'm not feeling right, I'm like, you know, I actually need to, like, 
I need, like feel my emotions. Like I need, I need to cry or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like I'll like listen to these songs and it makes me think about I don't know, like my family or yeah. you know loved ones or like whatever. And it's just you know music's always been like very emotional for me. Yeah, and I just here. I Same really here. enjoy like because you know obviously like I'm a pretty like like emotional person, but I try not to like be of like emotional around people if that makes sense i try to be like hey like i'm the guy you can go to mm-hmm. i'm like you know like the rock or whatever i, I like being that person but then so i gotta take that me time sometimes yeah. to just kind of like i'm alone in the car crank this up cry it out a little bit just like not because like i don't have anyone to talk to but just like that's kind of how that's a way i process just a little bit yeah. well leading into this like a little heavy to go we have speed. Yeah, we have all uh, been probably the closest to each other than, I don't know, most other people. Like, I have some friends and all of that, but you guys just growing up with you, like, we have always connected on so many things, especially family issues, you know? Um, And so we can just, you know, really, like, understand each other and that kind of, in those kind of situations and, like, definitely gone through a lot through both of our families, you know? But a lot of the stuff that you know, we'll probably talk about is like the stuff that like weathered us through all of that, like the things yeah. that we found connection mm-hmm. in and inspired us mm-hmm. and like help us to be the people that we are today and, yeah. and grow through it, you know, like yeah. with each other. And, you know, we can still connect in a way that's like super honest, which yeah. is hard yeah. to do with most people that you just meet because you're a different person. Yeah. You know, but you guys know the person I used to it, be. And it who is, the person um, I am now, you know. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, I, I want to go back to. I don't want to miss the point that you had earlier. Oh no, yeah. Okay, I still remember. It is definitely mm-hmm. a good Better point to bring up because, you know, I think for us, like we grew up like young, like a lot of our, and this is of course a childhood memories episode, right? So a lot of the memories we're going to be pulling know. from is you know us growing up together, like when our families would get together, or we would go off and do our things. But what's actually interesting is like yes, like we said, we were really good childhood friends, but especially like for. Like, me and Jack stay close. I mean, just through most of our Give lives. me some but, skin. Give me some skin. But, like, I know that, like, for a while there, like, Michael was, like, Jack a little bit a more. on Charlie. <laughs> Michael was a little bit more disconnected from us. And it's actually been, I feel like, within the last, what, three, four years mm-hmm. that, like, we, like, reconnected more. But it was, it was, it was kind of cool, though, because it was, like, we got on our ships. We sailed in our different directions. And then, like we found ourselves back at the same port and we yeah. had like all of these experiences like that pirates that we had, you know, Sorry. separately that we were able to kind of like go through and talk mm-hmm. about each other and like, Hey, wow. Our lives were very similar, even though yeah. we didn't necessarily spend the time. And I, I always like really liked that. Like, I thought it was really mm-hmm. cool. Cause like, well, life gets away from you. Yeah, well, I think it's, it's, it's a little <clears throat> unique because I don't know, growing up, I, I was a person like I never did like, any drugs or anything, you know, and Charlie, I don't think you really did either up until, you know, like not, I mean, dis- okay. discount, discounting, I'll, I'll be on it. I don't, I don't think of weed as a drug. And anybody I'm, out there I'm who's saying, like, man, discounting, I can't believe you smoke pot and then they go home and drink five beers. I'm kind of like discounting like marijuana <laughs> or whatever. Like, really? like, like you're gonna, I feel yeah. very fortunate that like no one in our, you know, like as far as like us, I feel I'm gonna like try to keep it under four tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna try. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going past four of my root beers. No, um. So like it's, I feel very like fortunate that like you know I haven't had to like talk to Charlie about like hey Charlie like you're you have this like addiction you know mm-hmm. what I mean because like there was a point where you were having a bit too much. Oh no, and I did like I'll, I'll, I actually yeah. that's the only I'll time I've ever that. like 
confronted Charlie. Yeah. Damn, you know? dude. I had addiction in my notes for real. And but yeah. I was like, if we're feeling serious. <laughs> and I didn't. I can't. I, we skipped everything else in the childhood memories list. <laughs> well, we, no, went, no. we went. We went from. Can, we're, we're jumping around. I'm. I'm not trying to just be like heavy. No. Okay. It's just. Like, it's interesting. Are we still going to talk about Need for Speed? We will. Yes. Okay. It's we'll just, loop back around. We'll talk okay. about addiction. And Let's we'll loop back. Around. So, addiction. addiction? Okay. Just, okay. Loop around. Loop around <laughs> to where you know. I feel very fortunate that like none of us are like torn like away from one another mm. due to drugs or getting into like you know, prison crime or, or like crime. Like, that, like yeah. you know, you, mm. you know, you haven't been to prison. You haven't like. That we know of. No, know I, of. I have actually you know, like, never been arrested. And you haven't like, you know, like, oh, like I went out and did like heroin I and maybe, had a recovery. That I kind maybe should have been know. arrested maybe once or twice. <laughs> we'll, we'll get, we're getting there. I, yeah. Not, not, not. Um, and like, try like neither of you and neither of I. Um, but it's just like, I feel very fortunate, you know. But like mm. you said, like we went on these different paths and. The we different paths life. to me have more to do with family matters yeah. than I would agree. Anything else. And I just think like when you're going through like your post high school and you start working, yeah. it becomes so hard to like take any time to do anything. And especially the Other first the people who are the first here, yeah. ten years, right? Like you're making like minimum wage barely. You know, so it's like the hustle is like really real and like the time that you have is like very valuable. Yeah. And it's become this thing where it's like, I'm so glad I've been able to like make time you know whether it's for dnd or whether yeah. it's for hanging out with you guys because it, to me it's like you lose that along the way sometimes like how important it can be to spend time with your family mm -hmm. and i think like that's a very like 20s thing yeah like you know until you're yeah, like because it's the first time you're like branching out and you're independent so you feel like you have to claim your own life and it's not <laughs> yeah. until later after you've kind of claimed that that you look back and you're like well i don't really want to like forget where i came from like i don't want to forget mm -hmm. exactly that yeah, and it's not even that it's just kind of sometimes it's away from you i'm like yeah. sometimes i'm oh. like oh i should have called my grandma like probably in the oh, last yeah. couple of weeks you know there's i mean jacqueline i'm super guilty about just like never contacting our parents yeah, not because I'm, i don't love them or yeah. i don't respect them but like it's it hard. just gets away like yeah. I, and well, it'll be like a week. And I'm like, I haven't talked to my mom in a week. Yeah. yeah. But like you said, like I'm sure on this vacation where I'm not working, I'll be able to be like, hey, I'm going to reach out more. I'm going to go do more, like be more like social. But it's because I'm going to have to worry about like work for or the recovery plus, of work or the recovery yeah. of work for, yeah. you know, 40, it, 50, 60 hours plus half to work its way in the conversation. It's tough. Damn it's, work. It's yeah. just dang capitalist. Anyways, so, but dang I just want to say, like, you know, like you said, you went off to college. That's kind of when you and I had yeah. our first, like, big separation. I remember, yeah. like, as soon as you left the house, I went to what is now my room and I cried. Because mm. I was like, man, I feel like I, I got to do there's, all this. There's a lot of other stuff. Yeah, I was like, I got to do, I have, I have to deal with all this alone now. That's what yeah. I felt like. And then with you, I remember freshman year of high school, we were still mm -hmm. pretty close. And then after that, I feel like that's when we kind of start going our separate ways a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we always were like, like, I even feel like through high school, like I would always like, I mean, this is the biggest thing in my childhood. If I'm going over to your guys' house to spend the night, I was like stoked. Like I was just like on 10, yeah. like so excited. And especially if we were going to Gigi's together. Oh, right? baby. World but I even like still two. felt that like, I mean, there was a big portion of um, later high school where I was actually kind of almost living with you guys for a little bit because yeah. Yeah. I was actually just having problems with like my family. And like you guys were there for me and your mom and dad were like, you know, kind enough to let me like crash if I needed to. And um, so, you know, like 
for me, like I've never lost that connection with you guys, but yeah. it just became a point like where it's like I didn't game anymore and I didn't right. like really have like you know, like I was getting into like other things like yeah. of life. Like I was getting really into like coffee culture as I grew mm. into that, like meeting different people. Yeah. And like honestly, like with what happened with my family, like I kind of like had a separation from almost all of them for various reasons. And so like you guys were like a support through that. Mm like in high school especially. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I don't know. Like for me, like it was never like, I was just like at a certain point, like with what happened with you guys later on and your family, it was like, well, you know, you weren't all there anymore and like things yeah. were different and you were at college. It was like, yeah. how do I, you know, see you yeah. and how do I see, like, it's like, like life takes over. It does. You know, but I, should we rewind to the, the early days? The, oh, we're yeah, going to so, rewind. Sorry. I'm like, so I got, I, there's something I guess like you we don't get like deep deep that often except for like last episode. No, but, so, but I feel like, like this is a happy. Deep, we've gotten deep a handful of times. Yeah. I would say there's like yeah, I, I can so. count the episodes where I know that we've gotten into like these like the conversation keeps building upon itself because we have more and more to say. As far as addiction goes, which I know we said we were going to talk about, but I feel like you know we can all agree it's been a part of both of our families and like mm. our legacy and like what we've had to deal with as children um, yeah. coming from it and even reconciling with it ourselves maybe yeah. still but i mean like, charlie i mean you know I, you and i like connect with this on a lot of yeah. ways and it's like we've had to learn to adapt and like live life in a way that like we can't fall into the same patterns as you know the yeah. people before us, even though like we love and respect them so oh, much. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so it's like, there's definitely like a growing up that's happened there, but mm -hmm. I feel in like such a better place personally. And I oh, know yeah. you have from what you've said. Yeah. And I think that, you know, it's just part of growing up and working through that. And it's kind of inevitable that you're going to like struggle a little bit in, in whatever the way mm -hmm. that is, you know, but I'm proud of like where we've ended up through even those late years and even a couple of years of maybe losing connection. But like, yeah. yeah, I mean, damn, when we were kids, we never lost yeah. connection. We were always. So yeah, before <laughs> we hop into video games as kids, because I have two things I want to bring up. Yeah. So first is the, huh? so first is the big, the big point I want to bring up in regards to music and I'll use this as a way to just change the subject, right? To break our minds out of this. Yeah, loop, yeah. Right? Let's 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 not so just continue for me, compounding. If you, guys, if you guys want to know out there, like the song that right now is like the top one, top one. I I looked at. And I'm like, dude, if I could use this in a trailer, I would use it. So, Michael, you've read Manelica, right? But the song that I want, that would love to use from the trailer, is "Cosmic Love" by Florence and the Machine. I absolutely mm. adore that song. I love Florence. And there is something just like about that song where I, in my head, I see, I see like the unfolding and the breaking of the world and like the gods falling back to the world. And like, you could have like this awesome, vibrant, just bizarre dreamlike trailer with that music playing over it. And I see that every time in my head, like I see as the song's ending and you're hitting those last little harp chords. I see like the title of Manilica, like ting, 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 like coming mm. very much like that. Like every single time, like that's how, that's the depth that I think of it as I'm like, Oh, and this is the beat. And this is the yeah, beat. Yeah. And then this happens. It's like in that one trailer for Soul Charlie's Calibur. Charlie's always been like this. He <laughs> has always been so excited about, like, the music and, like, how he would visualize, yeah. like, his things coming to life. And <laughs> Very I, so. I even remember we would both talk about, like, when we're in the car, like, we were both, like, yeah, we, mm -hmm. like, picture, like, 
characters like with running like, across the swords yeah. or something like chopping down like all like the electric posts and just being badass like naruto running like, like keeping Sephiroth up the car style yeah, yeah, like, exactly so it's just funny how imaginative like yeah. you've always been like that but you know that loops all the way back to when we were playing video games and i have one memory that i definitely wanted to throw back to you guys because i don't know if you guys had it in your list but there was a certain certain uh, charm about those early video game days when we we're living in our house we had to connect to target wi-fi mm-hmm. and i remember uh, a certain curse that popped up every now and again uh, <laughs> and uh the curse and uh jack you still look I, a little confused i don't remember. that's okay it's okay so no, michael, you will i will so michael tell me it. tell me a little bit about this curse so i don't we, i don't <laughs> remember the exact <laughs> preface of what the curse was but it had something to do with the video game would go badly if the viewer i think it would usually be me spilled a drink or it was that i always spilled a drink when i was over oh yeah <laughs> is that oh what it was God. the second michael one? buble was definitely involved in this curse somehow which i don't know <laughs> probably but yeah there was some curse I buble okay. was funny because boob lay you're, <laughs> you're laying on a boob um but no Whoa. i think it was that i would always Whoa, spill something PG-13. when i was over yeah and 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 like it would just always happen. It was the curse. We would like lose connection for our Wi-Fi, and we would like spill a drink. Yeah, like, it's a curse. And like everything would go wrong. Like we'd be uh, like trying to play Dead Space or Fallout Three. Yeah, <laughs> I think later we even incorporated that if we didn't have Monster and Lifesaver <laughs> Nance yeah. on mm-hmm. hand, that would also come into play with the curse it somehow. Did. I don't know why we decided that, but we I did. don't know why we did it either. But Jax, is that is that ringing any bells? That's anything? definitely ringing bells. Okay. Right <laughs> I also just remember playing the first Modern Warfare, Modern Warfare Call of Duty Four, on like the multiplayer on the Target Wi-Fi. Yeah, and that yeah. was horrible. But okay, I was having we should blasts. get into Target a little bit too. But oh yeah, I want to loop back around to Need for Speed for oh, one. Yeah. Please do, please do. It's Dude. one of the first games wait, I remember wait. we were like kind of playing wait. together, and because it was when your room was configured in the way where it was like. Your bed was on the north side of the room, mm. and the TV was in the corner on, like, the south, like, that west early. side, right? Yeah. So it was, like, pretty early on when you guys moved in. And actually, the first time I came over to your guys' new house there, I don't even remember really how old we were. I might have been, it, like... So it must have been pretty early, because the my vivid memory is that I beat Kingdom Hearts that night. Yeah, you were playing Kingdom like, Hearts. Like, I was doing, like, that ending Ansem fight. And stuff like that, because mm-hmm. then later we went outside to play. So you, you were like probably like twelve or but 13. the TV was on the ground. Yes, there was barely anything. We had like in pepperoni the room. pizza, yeah. Fomazios. We yeah. had like yeah, because we when we moved into, into that new house, I was ten. Okay, I remember helping move like so a I lamp into our room. Too. You know, I mean basically ten, yeah. eleven, twelve. Yeah. Moving, moving a lamp into yeah. our room and plugging in, being like, oh, I have a room. Like, yeah, like, like you guys were room. so excited to have a room together, yeah. and Lily got her own room, yeah. which was awesome. Lucky. Yeah. I mean, she needed it, to be fair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she is yeah. a woman. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a woman? Um, a woman? But I do remember, like, like Need for Speed being one of the earlier, like, games that we played. And, like, I don't know why we, we were, were so into work, it. Work, 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 work. Dude, the music, something about oh. the music that Need game for and, like, Speed, unlocking those two. It's Hot Pursuit 2, right? Yeah. yeah. McLaren yeah. F1, the Ferrari, Ferrari. 50. That mm-hmm. was my car. Charles was in the McLaren. Yeah. I just remember, like, we figured... I don't know if we looked it up or if we just yeah, figured out the cheat weird... Codes. There like, was yeah. weird... Cheat codes. Cl- there yeah, was, like, weird like, paths you could take, But, like, there's yeah. weird, like, glitches. We could, like, glitch oh, a certain yeah. way, like, so, bend off this thing. So, and, like, for you'd anybody, get a million points. Yeah, so for anybody out there who's not played Need for Speed, like, you could do, like, several different types of races 
where like, hey, it's, you know, the traditional who comes first wins. But then there's also like more like races where you could get points and those points could then unlock you extra cars. And so Jack yeah. and I would race against each other. And there was one desert map where you could go up this ramp. And if you got your car just right, you could like get the middle of it balanced on the end of the mm-hmm. ramp. So you would get constant airtime just over and yeah. over. And like this is the same ramp. If you guys remember guys. that you could get up and try to get on top of the building. Well, no, that yeah. you went off that dirt little hill yeah. right there, that dirt ramp. And if and you so, land on the building just right, even if you land on the roof. But the music especially yeah. was oh. just like what made it so good. One on but, one. Two and that one, one, was probably one, our introduction into racing games. And I feel like we got really into like some. Like Jack and Daxter yeah. like had like an element of that to it. Yeah. And like we were playing a lot of like that stuff. Well, and I would burn out as well. Yeah, burnout, some of those early some, burnout games. You remember Flat Out, where you could launch your character from oh, the thing? Oh, so, you know, yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up, Jack, because I remember a very specific memory of Flat Out 2, right? And this actually goes into Robert's Cave story, right? So I remember before we went to Robert's Cave one time, I was playing Flat Out 2, and I was, like, drinking coffee. And I don't know if I, like, drink coffee and just put milk in you it. You guys was, were drinking coffee, like, out the womb. That I was, like, bad or something like that. <laughs> but, like, I, like, horrible, Family stable. horrible stomach cramps on that drive up to... Like stomach cramps, so where it was bad enough to where I was like, man, I guess I can never drink coffee again because the very idea of drinking it yeah. was like sending me over the edge. Yeah. But I just remember cramping in the back of the car, like not quite at the state where you're like, man, I do, I'm about to shit my pants, but like at the state where you're like just horribly uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so flat out, too, specifically reminds me of like how I had this like canteen of coffee. That I've just been drinking on. Apparently, I don't know if I use bad milk or if it's, I don't know yeah. what. A whole plethora of things it could have been. We would do that too. We'd bring our game consoles to Robber's Cave and like play video games. It's like we're out in like nature, nature. supposed to be camping. And well, we'd, we'd be do playing. it like close like at nighttime after like the s'mores and For stuff. For sure. You know? Yeah. Smooth. But I after mean, smooth. Like that even ties in like like we were playing Dark Cloud around this time oh. too. Oh, dark. I've been playing it again recently. Yeah. Actually. And, like, I don't really have an affinity for, like, the racing games really anymore. Not anymore, no. But, like, fighting games, too. Like, Soul Calibur. Dude, we are all over Soul Calibur. Soul Soul Calibur 2, Soul Calibur 3, all over those. Kind of leads into almost the next era of when we were, like, starting to discover. Well, you guys grew up with Fallout 1 and 2. But, like, when Fallout 3 came out, like, we're kind of getting almost, Yeah, Fallout 3, Dead Space was a big one for us. Yep. I mean, I remember Dead Space freaking me out. We were too young for that game. I remember Dead Space freaking (laughs) me out. I mean, you, maybe not, but I feel like me and Jack were a little young. We were, what, 14? Yeah, I mean, that game is... You know, you want to be tough, so I was, like, watching, but I was, like, Dude, that so was fucking I, tr- awesome. I turned around yeah. and I had a battery powered like CD player. Yeah, playing like Narnia super quietly, being like, "I'm gonna go to bed because I'm tired." Narnia super quietly, and I'm like, yeah. "I just gotta go to bed." Yeah, I remember I played Dead Space so much that we had this. I think we bought it from Blockbuster, or they're gonna throw it away. But they had this giant like Fallout guy in power armor that you we moved had into that our room, up in your room for so long. And I remember we were playing Dead Space, and I like was long session got to get a drink or something to go to the bathroom and i came back and i see the edge of that thing sticking out from the corner instinctively just swat it with my hand yep it was actually me (laughs) it was just like it was a cardboard cutout do you i think this is also around the time where you brought over a metal oblivion keyblade i did and you uh, at one one point yeah it was dropped I slightly wanted it and so hit. Bad. Was it me on the head? I think it was. I'm and I was sorry, like bleeding bro. a little bit from my head. I'd never bled from let's, my head before, and I was like, <gasps> "Yeah." Well, let's okay. Let's wind, wind let's, it back. Let, let's, let's talk about it. the traps. 
Uh, yeah. For so just a, I think, a hot second. Why back again? I think the good track to go on, right, is like, let's start back way early, right? Let's start back in the early days before, because okay, if, so this we can kind of almost get through the me, video games because we've like already yeah, mentioned them. This like is the so true much. start. Well, thing. We're me, an hour into this episode. So let me now set is up, the true start. Let me set this up for all the listeners <laughs> out there, right? Disclaimer. So as young children, my age gap from Michael being just a couple years older was enough to where like Michael and Jack as kids were like, bound together at the hip right like they oh, were, we Michael, were give me some skin like we were like yeah oh. and so like i would have to be you doing don't my even own know thing and like jack and michael <laughs> would be like doing these traps they would be doing this they were they obsessed doing that. with making so, traps right? i don't so know then the traps, why i don't know why and that playing outside <laughs> all leads to later after we've gotten a little older and that two-year age gap is not quite as like this is like that stark first anymore. house like i remember you guys yeah. lived at mm-hmm. where but i would, would say I would say like the legacy, the traps lives all the way up to us like playing back behind Target at our second house. Oh, and so yeah. like let's let's start at the traps. Start with you two, and then we'll go all the way. I up don't to know Target. how much I want to talk about the traps because I don't remember all that much. Well, except it was always trying to antagonize Lily and Madison. Yeah, our and I feel, our younger sister. I feel bad about it because it kind of ended abruptly um, in an instance where uh, a brick was dropped on. Uh, Madison's head. I definitely don't remember that. <laughs> on the, on I do not remember this. In my backyard, you were like, like it was. Did I do it? No, I think I did it. And maybe, I maybe maybe I blacked it out. I don't remember. Yeah, this. and so to me, like I think that was the end because it was like, oh, like we hurt somebody. Like why would a brick ever be a good idea? Oh, we actually hurt somebody. Yeah, because yeah, oh, you know we do things where it's like we. And have, she was like, okay, but it you know I don't know how after that. I don't know how like the, the it came about or what would the prank. Well, yeah, was, I don't. I don't know but, why we did. Trap. So I remember it's we actually have family video of us like taking their umbrella and yeah. putting it in a tree because we it's could kind climb of trees. Cruel. No, yeah, like, but I mean, that that's what that's what boys do. You know, and boys so are just I think a we cruel. just kind of grew like morally maybe more aware of like, okay, this is like I don't know where we started the traps from though. I don't, I don't know like know. what game or where we, where we got th- it from. We were survivalists when we were that young. Were we in you and I were really into like the bushcrafty like type. We were always in the yeah. backyard, like we're like digging holes, we're making weapons with like wood, like sticks we're and you literally know, always reeds doing that. And, yeah. And so it ended kind of abruptly with like that particular instance. And then the second one that I think put the nail in the coffin was when we were at Robert's Cave mm. and I was whittling arrows and we were putting like the cherry, like they were like little crab apples, right? Yeah. That we were putting on the end of sticks and trying to like whittle the end so that we could like shoot them with a homemade arrow at the girls. Yeah, I remember this. And so we Can you I, know, never fired scarring. an arrow, by the way. No. But I did manage to slice like uh, all my index finger almost all the way off, about halfway. And so that was probably the end of like... I'm going to need stitches? Yeah, I, I got, I got so stitches. Yeah. So yeah. I got... I've never seen... I think that was the end of the trap. That nimbly on those I got I've two, never seen a move that nimbly. Got two interjections here. Do you guys yeah. remember there are there exist in the world the perfect sticks for swords mm-hmm. where you yeah. grab it and you're like that's good. Oh yeah. We and, would but do you that grab some so and you're like no. Much. No. Oh, oh no, but like, for sure. Just we would that, do that, that kid eye to detail to where you're looking for like the perfect the branch. We went you know, to Robber's even, Cave. That's even all we did was where, pick like, up you're sticks. You're seeking out I like swear. specific <laughs> trees because you know 
that they have I, better that one kind for swords. Of, that one kind of tree that was in our first house. Yeah, in the backyard. In the backyard, when yeah, those really when those like branches were like good. Oh, those, those were the great. sword branches, yeah, man. Later on, we even moved on to PVC. Yeah, and did a little bit of LARP. A little like, bit like melee, like a LARPing tiny stuff. bit. Yeah. I think I went to like one but session. The second interjection here is, and this Long got brought up by Robert's Cave, thing. is I uh, distinctly pretty, remember. Too many nerds. <laughs> I vividly remember too the too backpacking journey that Michael and I took around like the entire length of Robert's Cave. Oh yeah, which I remember fun. being so fun. Like I have like such fond memories of us just like picking a camp spot out yeah. in the woods. One time, then, like, me and Jack went and like, yeah. camped by the lake. Do you remember that? Uh, didn't we hear something walking around <laughs> outside our tent? Uh, there, I probably, but I don't. <laughs> I don't remember it anymore. I don't. I pro- blo- blocked it out. Probably. I remember, like we it was so we camped over by the the dunes. That's what we called them. The dunes. These giant, this like giant, like I don't, I don't know what, how steep of an angle it is, but like it was, I can't like, believe our parents just let us do that. Like, what if there was like a serial killer out there? What if we snapped a bone down fell. the rocks? Yeah. Yeah, you know, but anyway, yeah, it's crazy. I can't imagine letting Ellie do but that. But those were some of our more fun times that, you know, when we did stuff like that. And we would go off and, like, let's go on an adventure, you know? I just, um, I, about the sticks, I remember getting the perfect stick. And you take all, like, the, the bark off yeah. or the skin or whatever you want to call it. Skin of the tree. You know, you'd, like, take all that off. And then you'd, like, get dirt, like, dust around that like that's how we were like this is a good blade yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> then you put blade. black electric tape around the handle yeah and i was like yeah. that's and charlie's sword that's jack's sword michael's sword it, of course you know then that all leads to like us moving to our new house and then us really starting to i mean i guess what you Backyard i guess what, what it was was us just going outside and larping these like alternative versions so of the games we would play kingdom hearts like and like get but really inspired by like what the I do, combat and stuff. But you know what I do remember being kind of distinctive about it is that I do remember even in those early days that we were always it was always like, Oh, but what if this happened? But what if this happened? You like yeah. we were always coming up with like, oh, but what if somebody was like we want to be the dark and serious character? I feel like we want to be usually the, you you do like Charlie. You'd be like, uh what if what if we did this? Like we would come up with this idea and we would like go out back and sometimes it'd be just like in the backyard, but like yep. eventually we were hopping the fence because you guys live right um, behind a target. Behind so you the had like target. this long shipping lane. And it, it like you see huge like alley. Nobody was ever there. No. And if they were, it was probably not a good sign. But <laughs> we would go back there all the time with like these homemade weapons or yeah. whatever and come up with these different like scenario stories. Whole stories. Like whole know. like scenarios. I mean like, like for hours. I mean, I'm sure a lot of kids can probably relate to this. Like a lot of like But yeah, I and it was always what was so cool about it, and I think why, like Kingdom Hearts sticks out so fondly in my mind is that you know it was all based around like we would see like Kingdom Hearts one, we would see that secret movie at the end, right, where you got the rain, the dark cloaked figure in the rainy alleyway, and it looks so good, and you're so intrigued by what it could possibly mean. And then Kingdom Hearts is so good at doing like throwing up text on the screen for like some vague hint at what may or may not be coming. And we took that and kind of just ran with it. And Charlie was writing even then. All the composition notebooks. I remember he had an entire chest (laughs) by the age of like 14 or 15 that was full of notebooks and ideas. And I know a lot of that is like not what it is now. Oh, no, no. I still look back on all this stuff. I mean, he was a bona fide writer even back then and we knew it. And the storytelling was real. And even when we were going to bed sometimes, we would have... Oh, I remember that. A lot of times where Charlie would actually just tell us stories. Make up stories. And it was actually like... 
I don't know. My fondest memories is like just him telling us stories and we would fall asleep, like hmm. listening to like Charlie tell stories. And like, I don't know, like he's always been like that. I remember <laughs> it's pretty worse. cool. Yeah. For better, for worse. <laughs> Who knows? Um, you know, I remember like being very inspired by that when I was younger and like Thank writing you. a few yeah. stories of my own. Like you yeah. remember. Like, oh, yeah. The comics. The comics. The comics. I want, I like you would send me. So for a while, we actually Times would comics. send letters to each other. Do you remember this? I do remember. I, would, like, I wish I had them, man. I wish so I had them. I have a couple actually, oh. but we would write. You got to show me. I will. I'll send pictures. But we would write letters to each other and you would like include like these little like comic strips at the bottom. And Hell it was yeah. like always these hilarious like. Like stick figure, like the comedy. We should talk about the comedy for a second. And your family <laughs> was so like good, Freaking weird. Like, and every time I would go over, it was just so exciting because like every like your mom and dad were so hospitable and like you know Everyone you guys were watching like house. animated Lord of the Rings and like stuff that like yeah. I wasn't seeing, and so it was like really cool and it like opened my my world and my imagination mm-hmm. like. It's really cool, man. I feel like there was a lot of that over there. Like, yeah, down I, to, like, the wooden blocks oh, that man, you guys I, would play with. I feel like, so lucky to have grown up in the family I did because, yeah, like, it was... The smell they, of your house they embraced is, like, one of my favorite memories. Chimenea wood, incense. And, like, pipe tobacco. Yeah. Pipe tobacco. And they embraced, Like, there's just you know, something about all of it, you yeah. know? And the same thing with Gigi and Grandpa's house when we would go yeah. over there. Our grandpa and our grandma. Uh, we we'll call, call our grandma We Gigi. call her Gigi. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of an obvious one, but there's a story uh, about. Oh, there's a good one. Um, I don't remember exactly, but apparently one of us couldn't say Debbie, so said Gigi. Oh, and okay. I can't remember if it was me or Jack, but yeah, Gigi probably was me. me. I was a stupid one. one. Okay, <laughs> but no, yeah, I like speaking like the. No, you were like the thick one when we were kids, dude. You were. I was. Like, I was a chubby boy. You were built like. I was built different. You were built, built different. different. But no, I, I'm so glad you brought that up because, yeah, like the, I guess for lack of a better word, so of course, Jack and I's last name is Moan, M O H N. Supposed to be pronounced Moon, actually. Oh, but cool. when we, when our family years ago emigrated to the US to make it sound more American, we took out the umlau over the O. Yeah. Anyways, but yeah, like our family has always had that very distinctive sense of humor. And it comes from not no no harm to my mom's side, but it comes from my dad's side of the family. Because if no, you go to for like sure. my dad's family gathering, he does 100%. <laughs> it, and it's just this weird, like referential set of humor that constantly builds as you get older. And so it gets mm-hmm. funnier and funnier as you get older, even though it's the exact same thing. And it's because my dad grew up in a family it's with a bunch of brothers. It's 100% your dad and, oh. and uh, the. Blank and chips and stuff. Oh, like, yeah. It's oh, like yeah. that side of the family because my side of the family, like the rounds, bit more you know, serious, like, no. you know, no, like, Anne serious, Devon is like the kindest oh, person yeah. ever. Like she's such a, a mother, you a know, lot an of, amazing like, mother. But the Rayon side of the family has so much empathy that I feel like it works against them sometimes because I feel like I. They're reserved. Tell me yeah. about it. As all get out. Like, oh, yeah. Which like, I definitely like my dad, uh, you know, who's their, their mom's sister, mm-hmm. uh, brother, he is. You know, very reserved in a lot of ways, but he's a great person, hilarious. But oh, he doesn't that have that so like kind of boisterous, kind of outward kind of yeah. Like, like there, there's like a there's a reservedness that comes with the rounds. All I want to say is when you're at the Christmas party that you were you and then you were sick for, but like yeah. Ellie was there. She immediately took to Uncle Donnie, and they were like playing <laughs> together. Oh yeah, she, she was showing him the toys, and he was like so into it. And I was like. 
He's so joyful. Like he he's great. He he's he's great. Yeah. He's a good man and but yeah, they they do tend to be a lot more reserved yeah. and like there is humor and like good music and all of the like, oh, there was great vibes, oh, definitely. but it was a different Oh, talking to the mic. I got a little far away from the mic there. <laughs> um, that being said, you know, like always going over there was like just a treat. You yeah, know, it's like the fireplace going. You know, there's there's the fireplace. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, there's just a lot going on, and they were always so generous. I mean, I remember waking up and there would be coffee or you know the powdered you know oh, the, cappuccino the, mix, Swiss Swiss mocha, and and your dad would always be making up like omelets in the morning or he'd come in was, towel over shoulder. What do you want? What do you yeah, want? Okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. <laughs> you know? and then, exactly. And putting yeah. on the Miles Davis and, and your mom is like, you know, she's, you know, just doing everything and, and making crisp, you know, at night for every, I was just like, this is, it's amazing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, we're very fortunate to have grown up the way very. we did. And like still to this day, like every day I'm, I'm like constantly reminded, like I'm so lucky to have the family that I have because Definitely. it's so rare to have. Yeah. So going 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 so, to over there was so great, but then we would get into these like later night when we were like being yes. like hooligans and we'd be playing video games and then yeah. oh let's go to Target at, get a couple of drinks at you 10, know 10 and o'clock at night get some yeah. lifesavers oh, you know or Michael you read my mind I was gonna say let's loop it back to those Target stories because yeah. You know, Target extends not only as like early childhood, but like later, like early adolescence when we start like filming videos and like Ooh. we got to like, talk we about. Start, the I home mean, like videos. we get like we were so familiar with that back of Target area that like, well, I guess maybe a little hint here. We even got on top of Target. You know, I mean, like we like video game Last of Us style. Hey, I'll prop you up and throw. We you would up get to the on list. top of the literally wrote literally on top of Target on my list. This is hilarious, dude. Um, I got to bring this, something else after all. This, this is video. a quick ad break. Um, we are now being uh, sponsored by uh, this new segment. Uh, this is Michael's Beer Corner. Uh, oh, Michael's Beer Corner. Let's all tune in tonight. We're drinking on a variety of. Uh, IPAs from Coop Ales here uh, this in is not Oklahoma. sponsored. Not sponsored. Coop uh, Ale Works. No, feel I free to reach out and sponsor not, us. Yeah, I am currently drinking on the so. ice chest. It mm. is a very delicious uh, pale India ale that is quite smooth. So, Jack. And over in the Jack corner, we actually are being. Jack drinking? And we are currently being, quote unquote, sponsored. Not not sponsored. By no, there's no sponsorship, but this is yeah. They segment. can if they want. Is, reach out yeah, to us. Yeah, reach out if you want. Reach out to our. Uh, so I, I'm as department. as it's people me. around here. <laughs> as people around me are starting to know, I'm becoming more of a connoisseur of root beer. A root beer connoisseur. What? root beer connoisseur. And so today we have Virgil's handcrafted root beer. Okay. Very crisp flavor. Very good vanilla flavor. Ease off by the caramel. It's very good. And that's a good pour. <laughs> and over in Charlie's Corner, we're also drinking along with the same variety pack of brews here from Coop. Let's go Coop. Let's go Oh, yeah. Let's put some music behind it. Okay. I'm currently sipping on a Hook Echo, a hazy IPA. And I mm. must say, if you'll just humor me for just a moment, dear listeners, just... <sighs> you know... It hits just right. And I got to say, it's light. It's not too heavy. It doesn't make you just, does it hit your stomach? I I think you know, it goes Coop, there. Ale Works, if you'd like to reach out and be a generous sponsor of the Raconteur Collection. We, we are need always, sponsors. We are waiting. We are waiting. Anyway, this has been Michael's Beer Corner. This concludes Michael's Beer Corner. Continue. Thank John. you for stopping by.
But I gotta say, among all the stories, among all of the, <laughs> among all of the adventures we hack behind there, I mean, we can talk about like, of course, like not even in detail, but going as far as to be like, hey, we're next to a, a baseball stadium and they'll have fireworks. And so we would incorporate the fireworks. Okay. Can we talk we about ta- the? I was just was. <laughs> there is one, one time. Mention. So it was oh, like raining, and, and so so it's okay. Who yeah. remembers the most? <laughs> so okay, I remember it was one Fourth of July, and it was raining really heavily. <laughs> this is but after Michael, the, the the Driller Stadium has closed down. Yes, right. So they're not it doing is fireworks non anymore. Functioning at this point. Um. So we'd get the bright idea, Jack. Yeah. That so. Michael brought over these uh, Roman candles, which are these fireworks that launch, oh, you know. Oh, was this the boom. same night? They launch, you know. So some of them are loud. Some of them are quiet. You know, some just go, dunk, But some go, yeah. boom, like shoot And they off. shoot more than one. Yeah. And so we get the bride. I don't know what happened. So the three of us go out there. And I remember being like, I was kind of the antsy one. I was like, I don't know about this. I don't know. So I'm a little farther back. You were right. And I just remember you and Charlie going up there. We and like behind, so it was a research and target we were behind, right? And you let them back behind the like the loading docks of research. We're actually thinking of two different stories, okay? But they're so, both equally good. So, and so I, you light it or try, someone lights it, and then like fumbles it and it falls over, and so it's going off <laughs> and, and it's spinning around, and we all just. Because these things, these these fireballs are like shooting at us and the building, and it's making noise because they're not, they're not just Roman candles. They're meant to explode. Do you guys know the video of it's like some guy like sets off a firework and it goes off in his neighborhood and he's like, oh lord, oh Jesus, that's kind of what this moment. Well, and and people came out. Yeah, people came out. They heard it. People came out from research. And like we're looking around, and we were peeking through the hole in the fence. Like, had we gotten on the other side of the fence by yeah, that we got point? On the other we, side of the fence. we like booked and it. We, we were gone. We from booked the it, and but they, they were I, looking around. Three people came out, picked it up, and we're like, "What? What is? What is this?" And then they walk <laughs> back inside, and we're like, "We're not doing that again." <laughs> yeah, we didn't go back there for the rest of that night. Um, I was actually thinking of a different story. Okay, tell oh, me your story. Okay. I don't know if you were there, but you guys remember the. I distinctly remember sneaking into the driller stadium oh, yeah, after yep. it had closed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. And I think I it, we were all Is there Is this when together. you took that old like light bulb? Yeah, from, I, still, like, the I still have them. Dude, I, I remember them. being... Because they're the... really cool. They're like old ship lights with like the cage yeah. around like the, the cylindrical bulb. But yeah, so we snuck into the driller's baseball It was stadium. one of the coolest but freakiest times of my life. It had it was closed so down. Cool. And like... There was no one. We were convinced there was no one there. There was no lights. We didn't see any security guards. And we, like, walked through, and it's, like, all the clothes, like, concession booths and stuff. Like, you know, like, we weren't supposed to be there, but there was nothing preventing us from getting in. Yeah. And then we walked in the stadium, out in the field a little bit, Uh went up through the bleachers. Went up to the And there was buildings up there. We went into the box seats, and we started looking around, and, you know, there's nothing really there. That was so freaky. It's it's an abandoned spot, and we were just into the (laughs) I remember. Exploring. So Michael was, like, kind of, like, the rebel of the group. And I remember we were going through these rooms. I hadn't even smoked any weed yet. (laughs) No, I know. I was just, like, he was a rebel. I was born for this. So so we're going through. (laughs) Michael's up first. He's, like, looking around and goes, oh, look at this. Picks up this jacket that's been, been up there for God knows oh, how yeah. long. And you were like, this is a nice jacket. And you take <laughs> it with you. And we're like, what? Like, 
I think I dropped it though. There's probably some like homeless guy in here, like you know, skulking. Oh out. So yeah, we were, like freaking out, kind of being like, if someone's in here, what do we do? Like we were yes. all like saying I that. Think, and I think I was definitely old enough at that point to know that we were doing something really wrong. We could get in trouble with because I remember. But we weren't really. We weren't. We were over eighteen. We weren't though, defacing so. anything. No. Like we. But were I think I was old around. enough at that point to be like a Debbie Downer on the situation. Like I was like, we, we you gotta were. Get, we got to get out of here, guys. We were, like we got to go. We, I was like, okay, okay. Like let me just check this one thing out because we found the yeah. ladder. Up, yeah. Oh. Up. And so I like went up onto the top part, and then those where those lights were. We were like, you just screwed the line, and I was like, these are really cool. And so I unscrewed them. And then that either then or when we went back down, we saw a security guard with a flashlight walking through the bleachers, and we were like, "Oh, there, there is security here. We we're definitely not supposed to be here." Like at that point, it was like, "Okay, we got to go." And so we, I think we did book it after yeah. that. I yeah, so. I think we we weren't caught. No, I don't think there's one time I remember walking up there with some other friends that a security guard like. We but were the, we were just walking by because nothing's could, locked. No fences no, were locked. No, like yeah. we were just able to wander. And he drove up there. and was like, "No, the guys doors going in there." And we're like, "No, we're not going in there." You know, but I, we wanted to, but, <laughs> but like, we're not going in there. And so, you know. But anyways, so but it was fun because I remember we went out on the field and the pitch yeah. for a minute and like looked around like with like the dark sky and all the bleachers like dark and mm-hmm. it was a cool moment and it was like. We had no idea there was a security guard apparently somewhere, probably in his car doing whatever. But anyway, having we, a little snack break. We booked out of there. I still have those lights. They're they're pretty cool. Um, but that's when I like when we started getting into the urban exploring, and we even yeah. went down in those large sewers yeah. down there also Riverside? behind. Tar- oh, behind Target. Yeah. Behind Target. Those huge. If like, you guys want to see what this area looks like, if you check out. Jack, I don't remember what channel it's on, but Jack has a series of videos that are like the, I think it's the third mm-hmm. pickaxe video. Because we were which doing you can see in all this area. Well, we yeah. have, so me, I have a few videos, and also my friend Jack Henry has a few. Well, yeah. Obviously, Jack Henry, patron, great friend, friend of the yeah. show. We Been on the show. Why don't you guys episode. tag it in the description on the episode? Yeah, we so. need, so I'll, I'll make a little playlist and link it. I'll put it in the, not only will I put it in the Patreon, but I'll also put it in the Discord. But we made a, a so. heck of a ton of uh, home videos around this area, oh, in this so area. Um, just, you know, ninja type I mean, videos. Funny, yeah. mostly geared towards comedy, I feel like, in a way. Um, like, like almost like like taking itself too seriously. Like, I people mean, are like, we're doing something cool, but it's the, not cool at yeah, all. Yeah, but, like, it was cool for us, though, because I remember specifically, I think, in the Blackest Darkest of the Night video, there's this shot where so Michael good. walks into this little thin area, and you're like, He's got him. And then the next <laughs> shot, he's like above and he's like going back towards the, <laughs> across the fence. <laughs> Which that's all due to Jack, like getting super into like the editing. Oh, yeah, no, that was all filming. Jack. That was definitely a Jack thing. I mean, I, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's been a genesis to like a lot of like what you guys kind of grew into yeah. in a lot of ways, you know? And yeah. that rebel mentality so. maybe, I guess, pushed me to. Where I am today, even though I live in, <laughs> and I'm, I need help, guys. You no. know, I have a very, you know, like legal profession, and like I'm very, like, co- you know, passionate about what I do. But it definitely like vibes no, up but with I think, like where I came. I think it was for us, into. you know, like we were raised like pretty, I guess, like standardly, right? And so I think for a lot of that early time for us was us like pushing against the limits of that and like seeing. Like, yeah. hey, like, we want to see, like, what is it, what's actually happening? Because like, I mean, will I regret like, climbing on Target and no. watching the fireworks from the Driller Stadium before no. it closed? No, no, because that was so much right. fun. And, like, know? so it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, 
you know, you'd be like, don't get on top of Target. And we're like, well, why though? Why? Yeah, because you know? like, like how many kids, people like get to see really fireworks for free that you know I mean? close? Yeah. You know, for us, it was like, this is awesome. You know, yeah. we, we were excited about everything back then, you know. I really wish it more as a kid, even though like I know it's dangerous, but like explore like stuff like the Driller Stadium more. Because like you do it now, I'll be thrown in jail. Like you know, urban exploration? Yeah, if you're like 16 and you go into like, there's some like old places that I'm like, man, I just like, even, you know, go in there, peek and be like, what is in there? I've you done know? some of this. I only did it a couple more times through my teenage years, but when I was 17, I think, 16 or 17, I climbed to the top of the fill tower. I like jumped my way up to the ex- emergency like exit and i climbed to the very top of the fill tower and it took me a couple like hours basically to get up there through all the stairs and everything and then in that very top section you can i was like climbing in the windows and there was construction going on so it was all open Mm. and like climbed up to like the very top and it was like this tiny little space i could barely fit into with the circular windows on each side and it was like really cool like i can totally understand why urban exploration is like draws people so much. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the whole reason, man. Like, in my in the story I'm writing, like, in Manilica, like, there's that whole idea of just, like, these great empty cities that yeah. nobody's yeah. really designed. And it really comes from that feeling of exploring these empty things that nobody's using anymore. That feeling of, like, yeah. why is this even here? Like, why do they make this? Mm-hmm. Of course, we know why they made a baseball stadium. But, like, there's still that feeling of mystery and wonder with that. That's right. definitely like followed me through till adulthood. Yeah, it's almost like that's why Robber's Cave was so fun yeah. for us. Mm-hmm. I think like that exploration aspect was like when we found Fort Empire, oh, which Fort Empire. for the audience, like the listener, this is like it's basically like two giant rocks that are like a lean to against each other that you know the three of us as kids can kind of like get up into. And like we could stuff notes in there, build like, a fire in there one time. We did probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> we have done um, that. Sharpie up in there, but you know, not too much like graffiti or anything. But like we would always we were like explore. going out of our way to like erase other people's names. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to <laughs> yeah with the rocks like scratch them out. <laughs> trying to find cool spots. I mean, it's yeah. part of the human spirit. I think is to I explore. Think so. It's like I almost want to forget a little bit of that from like Fallout a little bit. Well, okay. because so I drive through some old towns on my route for you know, oh, I, dude, I bet you do. <laughs> and you know, like I'm like this like building. It's, like, abandoned, but there's, like, six cars out in front that are all, like, broken down. And then, like, there's a big, like, walled-off area behind it, but, like, it's all abandoned. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, man, what I wouldn't give to be able to stop my car and go and explore and see yeah. what's in there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I look – the and danger fact aside, just being no, able to do that kind of thing is so intriguing to me. Yeah. And I don't know if it just – if everyone feels that way or – No, you know, you know it, it very is, much because yeah. it's not, like – we were not doing it for like anybody else's benefit, right? Like this is before like Instagram. Yeah, we weren't filming videos. No, or we whatever. were being kids. Like this is literally just us doing it because we wanted to, and mm-hmm. it very much for listeners out there who've been, you know, religiously listening to the Rackenter Collection, and which there of, are many. And one of my favorite <laughs> things I talked about that interest in like the edges of the map, and it's very much that same kind of vibe, right? That mm-hmm. same feeling of like you're being somewhere new, somewhere you're not supposed to be, somewhere that's unknown. Mm-hmm. You don't know what could be out here. And, like, that, I don't know, that feeling for, like, adventure and discovery, it must be just a strong link trait in, like, the human, I don't know, genome or, like, to seek out things. Because, yeah, I've always, like, loved that. And, like, that's the reason why, like, watch this great YouTube video by this YouTuber named Alt Shift X. 
who did this like, hey, what's at the edges of the Game of Thrones map? And it got me like mm-hmm. super intrigued because he's like, there's these great forests and these cities of black oily stone. Yeah, I was listening to this. And, and I'm it- like, this is wild. And it just, it sparks something in my brain that like fuels me forward. Well, and when you're a kid and you're, you have less of that to reference, it's right. like, you just want to explore exactly. everything. You're you know? seeing the map in Oblivion and you see like all the different. Oh, exactly. Is that exact area? And you're like, and you're like I want to go to the Black Marsh. Yeah, I, I want to go, go there. I want to do this. Yeah. And like, you know, it was kind of crazy seeing Skyrim on the Oblivion map. Do you remember that? Yeah. Up in the north? Yeah. And then like Skyrim so, comes out and you're like, oh. I want to I want to touch on some stuff oh, no. here soon too. Yeah. In I have Charlie. to run to the, the restroom. Oh, um, excellent, my friend. So I'll be right back. But yeah, hold, you got to make sure you, here's, here's the key oh. to the door. Thank you. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to. It's going to be in post, man. So, Jack, I was going to bring up, you know. Can we talk about how much Michael sucks? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, so I was going to bring up, like, and that same kind of, like, desire to explore, right? That really does extend to, like, some different, like, video games and things like that mm-hmm. and within that nature. And something that just popped into my head that I wanted to bring up because it was just wild. And I might have brought this up on the podcast before. But do you remember playing commander keen back on the yes, like, old do. computer and you could kind of like break out of the world and like encounter these weird glitched bizarre areas mm-hmm. it was always like that appeal like that weird like you're like oh that's not right <laughs> it always makes you so upset and fall for when you reach the edge and you're like yeah. oh i can't wait to keep going it's like you can't go that way well, and i'm like why and that's why like <laughs> that's why a game like elden ring i think is so appealing to me because it inspires that exact same feeling where you're like what is over there and I'll have to say, like, playing it through my second time, I was like, okay, this chest takes me to Kaled. I can run around Kaled. I know what's in Kaled now. So, like, I can kind of go through and loot some very specific things in Kaled. Mm-hmm. Like, power myself up early. <laughs> Definitely. But when you first get to Kaled, you're like, <gasps> what is this freaking, out. freaking hellscape? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, yeah, it's just so much, I think, of our childhood was really shaped by like all of these different moments, like all the stories we made, all of the different moments. And so, well, I remember like, yeah, going back to this composition nope, notebooks. Do. And do you remember, and it, cause I wrote these books and I wrote maybe like eight, 10 chapters max. But do you remember the, uh, the Emerald city? Yeah, I do. Or the Emerald castle. That's what it was called. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like a really interesting one. I forget, oh, I forget how it started. I want to say it was very much inspired by Jack too, mm. but like the main character was pulled from our world by some portal that opened up and would drop into this world very much like New Haven City in Jack too. I mean, to be honest, that's very similar to the first story I ever wrote, which was called, I think it was called the final dream, which was called the Crimson City. <laughs> and it was like, I got sucked into a different world. And so it was very easy. And it was, like, based on, like, loose concept art I had seen from, like, Final Fantasy twelve that hadn't even come out yet. And I'd like to say... After I was just saying, and I also remember writing... Uh, what was it called? Uh, uh, not Z something... Something's Blade. Something... Um, Ooh, I don't remember. Z- uh, Zorthinian. Zorthinian's Blade. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like, being, like, this cool... This story is so those. cool. These people are fighting this... Yeah. Huge war with like platinum mm-hmm. and gold weapons. I was like, this is so cool. Like in my head, you know, when I was like writing in middle school. It is school. cool, man. It's cool. And I remember printing it off and I 
I, I don't know if maybe my mom is a copy somewhere or our mm. mom is a copy somewhere. But I was like, man, I remember printing it off and showing it to a teacher to like proof, like proofread the first couple of chapters right. I wrote. Yeah. And I was like, I'm so hyped about this. And then nothing came of it. Yeah. Totally. I was writing Stone Times, my comic. I mean, which I thought was great. I always loved that. And like, that's funny because like now that kind of thing is so big, like that mm-hmm. kind of like weird comic humor it and is. stuff. Like everybody loves that stuff now. It's like almost like memes, you know. But dude, memes before memes. I was gonna say um, anything that I wrote, like when I started writing, and I would do it because it was like it was so inspiring to like watch it happen. And like what Charlie was doing is so cool, and he's such a good storyteller that I would do that. And anything I would write, it would always like tie in or have a connection to like your world. And it's funny because I still do it. Like, oh, dude. even now in like DD, it gets lore, to the point where got to get hurt. Remember for that? me, like building off of like something that is like amazing, you know, it's like I, I yeah. like to think of myself as like slightly creative, but like mm, I don't definitely. dedicate myself. Like I'm more of a technical. Um, analysis person, you know, going from baker mm. to like a, a processor of cannabis, like everything for me is like mathematical and chemistry and baking and shit yeah. like that. So for me, it like when I tap into that, it feels good. But I love like what you've come up with. It inspires me to like branch off into like this like yeah. tree of ideas. And since we were all inspired by a lot of the same things, Oblivion, mm-hmm. I mean, the Shimmering Isles, uh, oh, yeah. dude, the realm of Shadow Gorath. Oh. Like the realm of madness is. I remember playing it for the first an time and being this like, "This is actually mania." The, the, it was the first DLC yeah. I've ever oh. heard of, and it like was just we all so love the same freaking cool things. You know, yeah. I remember we playing that so up. much, yeah. getting like the amber armor, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's it's so great now to be like still have those links back to the past because like now in the book Manelica, there's a character named Valen, which is a character that Michael came up with. A totally long un- time ago. Totally unrelated we to kids, like, it was what I called myself when we would play else. in And somebody Target, else who you know? read the story, like even like you, Jack or something like that, like probably would never know you Jackman, you know, but like Michael reads that. And I'm like, dude, that's for Michael. Like that is for Michael because like Michael and me like did have that period in time like where we were working together. On it was like things. We designing things like together. Mm. Like Michael like has this. I think I still have it in my little chest lockbox of like, is it like a illustration. Weird well, illustration. Try or? has this specific little box. <laughs> it's like a box for old shotgun Yeah, it's shells. an old shotgun shell <laughs> box that our dad got from somewhere and just yeah. gave to us. Like, hey, put stuff in here. I remember that. The metal like green like metal no so it's like a wooden this box this is a wooden oh, okay do like you guys remember chest. that you guys had one yeah. of those mm-hmm. though, like an old ammunition box and so i remember like this it's it was always filled with charlie's books that's what it was always filled with yeah like well eventually it became a chest too yeah so it's it's very also, very nostalgic shout out soby uh oh, yeah. our mm-hmm. other sponsor for the evening so are we allowed to say that Cut that, I mean, cut that, I, cut I, that. It doesn't matter. Uh, Soapy bottles. Collect them, drink them, and Sobe. get a different one every kind. I loved your product until you switched to plastic-only containers. I don't know if Garbage. No, Does yeah. Soapy exist nowadays? Yes, but no, like, it's like a I shell. I would be it's a shell. surprised. Yeah, but those glass Soapy bottles at Reesers, they had in a specific yeah. little getting. Case. Remember getting grog? Shout out I, Blackwater. Like one. Life Weird. Water. Yeah, Life Never Water's really enjoyed one. it. Shout out Monster. Definitely Monster shouting it out. Car- carried us through a lot of gaming. Shout out Lifesaver Mints. Oh, yeah. Lifesaver Mints. I brought that up to uh, Kate last night. I was like, hey, do you know that I, ha- I love? And she goes, Lifesaver Green Mints. And I was like, 
the wintergreen. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was yeah, like, I can just eat that whole back myself. Pure nostalgia. Like, so good. Well, like, you're not supposed to, but we. You're ate not like, supposed yeah. to. <laughs> no, you're definitely not supposed to. Yeah. Just that, punching away. Also, shout out tortilla chips. We oh, went there were a lot of tortilla chips, chips yeah. back then in the days. Shout it out. I remember. I, I specifically remember getting dollar pizzas. Yeah. Like single mm-hmm. serving, like dollar pizzas, and heating those up. Jack Henry knows what I'm talking also, about. We got that all the time. Early D&D. Can we talk oh, about, like, yeah. there was only a few times, maybe, like, under <clears throat> 10, like, a handful, but that we would try to play D&D when we were kids. Yeah. And we were to- doing it completely totally wrong. Totally. wrong. It was but more... that's what's so fun about I it. I know. It was just more storytelling. It was storytelling. But yeah. um, I remember, like, that. It was always so fun because we'd have these papers and stuff, and really, we would just wouldn't really end up... We'd just use the map. We were like, oh, I want to go here, and I want to mess this goblin up you know well i i think charlie learned like his storytelling i think from our dad at a very oh, early age because he would read us you know you know well, the lord of the rings he'd absolutely. read us all these like books can i cut in and he was in real D&D quick pretty, yeah and he was a dnd like too. dm all that kind of stuff yeah. and so yeah let me go cut ahead in here yeah go ahead and cut i definitely in. usual <laughs> as usual as i usual. definitely got the storytelling from my or our dad jack and i's dad I mean, I remember very vividly, like, him making up stories. And he'd be like, hey, these are the characters from Princess Bride, but you're going on mm-hmm. an adventure with them, you know. Physique and well, all those all those guys, right? Mm-hmm. And, and he'd do the voices. And he'd do and the voices. And so, like, I look we back at really that. We were really young. Like, that, he would even tell stories to us, like, yeah. at night. And so that mm-hmm. definitely sparked that storytelling itch in me. Because, like, mm-hmm. that's where I get it from. Because like, there's definitely, like, this deep satisfaction I have with it. That's just always and been there. I will say, like, why you guys, you guys always were playing audio tapes later on. I oh, yeah. Like. I played it's so just much like Harry stories. Potter audio tapes. Audio I, tapes I love... were, like, a part of our life. Like, yeah. every night in the upper booth, and they had a bunk bed, and Jack would be on top usually and have his, like, little radio, and he'd be playing, like, C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis, Harry Potter, yeah. or, you know, if it was a cassette player, the Lord of the Rings, like, yeah. dramatizations. The that, BBC audio one. Just dragging me into... Yeah. The we've, God, we've referenced that so many times. Yeah. And that went on for, like, ever. Like, it really didn't stop even later. Like, we would oh, still no. put it on. It and became, like, like, a sleep aid. <laughs> and, like, play a video <laughs> yeah, game at the same time. Is. Like That kind of stuff still is. Like, I'll, like, often have, like, a little earbud in my ear now and, like, listen to, you know, uh, like, like, just videos that I just like to listen to you know mm-hmm. just kind of like help me sleep like i still like have that because yeah. i don't know if you guys have it i think i might have like slight tinnitus and so i always have like ringing in my ears you've always said that i like, don't think i do have it and it gets really bad at night and so I'll, like that's why i always kind of have it and so then i don't focus on that and I, then i can fall asleep. yeah no i don't think i do have that because yeah that's never bothered me i've always had trouble falling asleep like that's my why you would always tell the story and we'd fall asleep yeah. first well and i want to say like <laughs> On to, I'm on this on this whole we're at an hour and thirty four minutes. We can keep going. Just letting you guys know. We'll probably yeah. we'll maybe wrap it up here. I just want to say like so on the last session, wrap it up being like we could go for another thirty minutes. This, this on the session of D and D this last one. Yeah, good. I listened to the, four the hour long. Deserve it, man. Critical roll episodes. I wish you guys could get have a been absent. Simon Alusha has been like screwing people over by delaying our episodes to the time boundaries. So, you know. So we got to try to get longer ones out. So I'll be talking to him soon. So, you know. Good. <laughs> slap him around a little bit. No. So slap me around this last session what. we had like was kind of inspiring me to be like, you know, I want to like try to flush out some kind of world too. Oh, yeah, dude. I, was, yeah. I, don't, know if I, wanted, I don't know if I want to be in the sleeping realms oh, or, or what, but I was like, I want to do something any like my version. Oh, any world can exist in the sleeping room. You know, so, so I was yeah. like, bring it in. Mm-hmm. You bring know, because my, my guy kind of has like a whole gun arm, but I was like, I want to do more like with 
guns and stuff. Yeah. Just as that idea in D and D, I think could be super cool. But like, well, and as an artificer, you could potentially magically infuse. Like, like obviously, there are like you know guns and some other like variants or whatever. But like, I was like, I want to kind of homebrew. You still got these classes, but then they each have like skills that they use. Like, you know, gonna be a lot of work. But I think well, this vacation, I'm gonna work what on it a little bit. Quickly jump well, on and just touch on like the later like games. Like as we like grew up a little yes. bit, like let's say like when we were like getting into high school and stuff, like mm-hmm. the games that we started playing and like the things that we started getting into, like definitely things changed in the way that like you know, Daft Punk became a big part I, of like your life. I was known. We were making videos and doing a lot yeah. more editing. So <laughs> we were just like branching yeah. out in ways of like Everything like games, music. Oh, I have a good story for this, but so Jack, I let you say, go first. For me, all I want to say is, if you knew me in middle school, high school, you knew I was all about Daft Punk, all about Call of Duty, mm-hmm. all about videos. That's literally what everyone knew me. We would always play zombies, traits. like all the those time. are my character traits. Yeah, you know. And then also later in high school was a Grugamesh as well. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Gerugamesh, Gerugamesh. So I, I'm glad you brought that up, Michael, because so there is a one idea that I came up with pretty late. That still has stuck around. It's very different, but it, the name stuck around. So when we watched, not the secret movie for Kingdom Hearts 1, but the secret movie for Kingdom Hearts 2, that yeah. battle in that oh, key, the keyblade key graveyard, yeah, 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 the armor, yeah, yeah, and their yeah, yeah. cool, like, super detailed keyblades. Also, Kingdom Hearts 4 has been announced. It has been Go announced. check out let's, the trailer. Let's, let's take a break here. We won't talk Kingdom about Hearts it. Kingdom Hearts 4. Should we talk about it now or should we save it let's, for... Let's, save it, let's, let's let people save it. watch let's it. it for the end. We'll let's talk about it later. It later. <laughs> yeah, because we can... We'll, That's we'll a topic. Put it, we'll put it in the after itself. show. We'll put it in the after yeah. show. Kingdom Hearts was a big part of like our early oh, gaming, though. Huge. And huge. I think later like it kind of fell off for us in a lot of ways. Did. But that being said... Um, but, yeah, so watching that secret Kingdom Hearts 2 movie, their Keyblades look different in that, right? Like they were definitely cooler looking. And so I was like, oh, dude, what if the Keyblades... What if they were called Cores? Why, why not, right? Mm. And that name stuck around, and you can actually still see it in my story today. As like, but it's they totally don't look different. Anything oh, like no. that? Cores now are like the batteries for the heart cities that like keep them in- infinitely running, but they have the just mysterious power source. But I always think that's so funny. I'm like, that's so like that's where I came up with the idea. You guys remember? That's where it comes from. I very specifically remember coming up. We were like running through some type of city, and there's this big skeletal creature mm-hmm. that like came out of this like well or like pool thing we had to fight it yep so okay when i think of these moments i think of myself like we were all just on the same page but i'm like was i like yelling out descriptions of what this thing looked like to you or were you guys just like filling in so the blanks? I, I think we were filling in the blanks a little bit of both a little bit I of both like what what because i was remembering you were, I was like, you've always had an enigmatic storytelling <laughs> style <laughs> yeah, that's very true. but it was always like very epic like you know and like thorough and like round i.e um, dark souls just look at dark souls that's basically my yeah face. and like like this is the times like we started getting into like demon souls was our like taste okay. of like oh like i remember watching your dad play the cleric on that bridge yeah like the one time you played it yeah well and then like i got super i mean i think i put 150 hours in that game easy like when i first played it and it was just a revelation and we started playing things like darkness and uh and uh just it was i don't know like we just we really started developing not just that and like our music taste we were listening to like some german kind of like metal techno hybrid stuff and like just kind of growing up in ways that was like 
We're getting into high school. Can I interrupt you just a second, Michael? Yeah. Just got in. Shout out the darkness. Dude, that game. Yeah. Oh. That game actually made me like the name Jackie a lot. Yeah. Fallout like, 3, it's New like, I don't Vegas. I called Jackie. If people call this, me Jackie because I was like, it's cool. I mean, New Vegas was a like a game changer for me. Eh? Pat, who does that voice too. Mm. He gets like really high pitched sometimes. I see you, Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good, man. So, some <laughs> Anyways, of, so, ahead, so much of our connection was like through like the games and the music that we were like all like vibing with. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like. And, you know, I think, like, through high school, like, the thing that happens most of the time is people start hanging out with people and, like, finding friends that, you know, because, like, for a long time, it was, like, Charlie was, like, there, and then it's, like, he graduated and he was gone for, like, my last two years in high school and for you as well. And so, like, things started, you know, like, I met Lindsay in freshman year almost off the bat, and so it's, like, we've been together ever since, but life like had that way of like branching off and like i didn't get time for gaming or i didn't spend the time doing it anymore and like music taste changed and got really into like indie and like i definitely went through like a phase where like i never lost appreciation for all those things but i definitely grew out of like gaming as much and now i'm having like a renaissance there and like coming michael back definitely into is it. it's great it's really great because like especially with elden ring I've seen Michael like play that a ton. It's been so fun to talk about him. Like Minecraft, we got into Age of Empires. Michael got into it on his own. Mm-hmm. And like went through it. Like mm-hmm. I've almost uh, finished that campaign. And I really, if you haven't checked out Age of Empires four, give it a try. I mean, I know RTS is like a mood, and maybe like it's not always what you want to play, but I think it it's well done. So definitely, it's it's kind of crazy how. You know, like you said, you you go through these phases, especially like in high school, after high school, when you start like working, want to move out and be on your own. I remember like really want to be out on my own. Uh, but I, you know, and I don't regret it because I'm at where I'm at now. But, you know, I definitely moved out on my own too early and moved out with people I shouldn't have. And But, you know, you kind of. Same. You know, I think we all had that experience where like our first moving out was like a learning experience but it's also like not the best thing because like when i first moved out my relationship with my parents is like not so good and like that's a lot of what spurred it and i was getting into like a lot of like hanging out with people that i probably shouldn't have and like you know that's when i kind of started getting into like a lifestyle of like basically like you know trapping and stuff and like it was like fine you know like i was never in like danger and unethical but i definitely quickly like Lindsay shook me out of a lot of that and like my first living experience with these two girls that were in a relationship with each other and it was like I was paying ridiculous rent you know and living in their sunroom and it was like I have to get out of this you know and started at Gypsy and you know when you're a kid you only have so many options but living on your own at like 17 or something and then like trying to make it and it's like everybody that you work with smokes cigarettes and like when you like are in that age you're so susceptible to mm-hmm. like falling in with like a different lifestyle different music and i don't regret it because like my best friend john came out of that and now my godson his yeah. son and you know like me and john have both since then grew a lot and yeah. like you know have both supported each other and like drinking much less mm-hmm. like you know especially like weekly you know, we've both quit cigarettes for years now, like things I never thought would happen. So it's like, I don't regret any of that, but it's like those life experiences, sometimes they take you places you don't expect. And 
you know, it's good to reconnect with what I'm actually love mm-hmm. and what I'm comfortable with. That is because I don't live in fear anymore. Like I don't live in that mm-hmm. lifestyle of mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. oh, I need to like try and sell some weed or something. Like yeah. I have a legitimate job that I'm proud of. And, you know, so getting to that place is good. That is definitely something that I've really appreciated as I've gotten older, right? Like talking about all these memories is all great, but getting older and being like, no, dude, I do like that. And it's okay. Like, I don't care if you don't like that. I like that. But when you're younger, you're so, you're so taken with wanting to be independent with wanting to make your own mark. I mean, I remember vividly, Mm -hmm. I watched, this is an odd reference, but Naked and Famous has just this music video. Yeah, I like it. And I remember like watching that video and being like, my life is so boring. Like, I can't believe it. Like, I'm just not doing anything. But then I watched that video. I watched that video now. That's me now. And I'm like, dude, you could cut together some random clips of my life to look like that. Like, dude, like those are just kids like jumping around and jumping off stuff. Like, that's not. At the end but you know what I mean? But you have to follow your heart. It's such a difference in perspective, right? Like, at this age now, I can like turn on and I can watch Disney movies with Kate and be like, no, dude, I love Disney movies. Like I watch yeah. Turning Red. Like I'm enjoy. so much more confident yeah. in who I am and I'm sure yeah. you are too. Yeah. Like nowadays it's like I don't have like, like I don't feel pressured to be a certain way mm, or act a certain way. Like there's no doubt. Like I definitely like, you know, am who I am. Like I smoke a lot of weed and, you know, like I'm definitely sometimes not perfect, but at the same time I take care of my family and responsible and like I really love everybody in my life and yeah. I really try to tell them that. And so it's like I might be a different person than I thought I was going to be. Yeah. But at the same time, I have the best relationships with everybody in my life that I've ever had. And I'm the healthiest and the happiest I've ever Mm -hmm. been. So, like, it's like, it's funny because it's like trying to get our grandparents to understand that, you know? And it's like now, like, I'm helping, you know, our grandma get her, her card so that she can help, you know, grandpa with what he's going through. And, you know, it's like, I, I know people find it hard to believe, but there's a kindness there. And, like, yeah. that's where I feel, like, fulfilled in, like, my life path of, like, maybe not everyone is, you know, mm-hmm. using it for medical purposes. But then the day there are people that are and yeah. it helps them. And, like, I can feel I can feel good about that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and I didn't feel good about dropping bags in weird parking lots when I was 17 <laughs> right. to sketchy but now, people. But I feel good in the white market doing... Something yeah. I really love, and you know, maybe it's not forever. Like, no, but, but I mean, it's, day, it's getting like, you through now, right? Like, yeah. there's so much more of an appreciation for this moment here and now because, like, when I was a kid, I wanted to be that cool, stoic, quiet loner, right? I wanted to be the lone wolf off by himself, and you were. What I realized, <laughs> though, is that, like, no, but like I still do crave those close connections with people. Like I still crave like moments like this where I'm talking with you two here. Or yeah. like and outside of Robert's Cave, like yeah. that one night when me and you really got to talk about a lot yeah. of our family history and like hash some stuff out. And it's like that's important. I feel like people lose that, yeah. especially through the pandemic and especially through just like people don't feel comfortable being close with each other. Yeah. And they also lose like things like storytelling, yeah. you know, and creativeness mm-hmm. and like the connection that we've had. It's like People have lost so much of that. And maybe yeah. it's like fine, you know, for them. And, and but I'm so glad that we had it Me too. growing up. Yeah. I'm glad we have it now. I mean, mm-hmm. every Friday we've gotten together, play D&D, like, yeah, through our busy lives, through all the shit we're doing. Hey, it's we're more reco- about seeing you guys. This pot. Exactly. Right. Just like, having a good time. Like the 
like the benefit of creation, the creative work is the side addition to be like, hey, I love to just to see everybody. I love that. Like when we sit down at this table, there's like a good 30, 45 minutes of us just shooting the shit. Like we're mm-hmm. not playing. We know we need to get started, but like all of us kind of want to keep pushing that, like just yeah. hang out. You know, I what think I mean? that's something that I, I often crave because like in my current life now, it's like I don't have a lot of like friends because a lot of my friends, we've grown apart. We don't mm-hmm. vibe anymore. And Quite recently, I had an incident that made me kind of realize I made the right choice in, dis- in distancing mm. myself from a few people, um, which I don't talk about on the podcast. Um, I mean, even if it's only but, one or two people that you really... Yeah, but, you know, I have, like, you know, you, I have you, Michael and Charlie, I got you guys. I have, you know, Laura, even Ellie. Like, you know, Ellie has brought a lot... Oh, brought out, Ellie. What are you talking no, about? No, no, yeah. She's oh, brought out, like, Calvary, a yeah. lot in me. You know, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. You know, because I used to be, like, when I was younger, I used to be, have, like, a lot of anxiety when it comes mm. to, like, doing things, like, out in public, just being social. But, you know, Ellie's out there talking and all that kind of stuff, you know, having yeah. a great time. And I'm, like, talking with her. And she's like, Dad, what's that? Dad, what's this? Dad, oh, look at that. You know, like, and I'm, like, talking with her. I you mean, know, she's and, teaching you yeah, as you much know, as you're teaching her. It's, it's a weird, you know, I don't say double-edged sword. But, you know, it's like. But we grew up with a different yeah. past and history. Yeah. As as much as I've said how amazing everything was in Jack childhood, Henry. Jack there Henry was a lot of struggle. He's real, he's real cool. He's cool. A lot of that struggle defined Love us. You, Jack Henry. And made us very you, different people, you know. And Let me go. We're doing well. I don't know. I would love to give, if I had a child, yeah. I would love You're to so give handsome. them what I didn't have. Oh, uh, dude. See, that's the thing. Like. You know, because like I love, I'm glad what I came from because I wouldn't be who I am without yeah. the childhood I had. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I do wish some things were different. Oh, and yeah. if I had a kid, oh, yeah. I sure hope they would be. Well, so that's I. Let me sorry, let me interrupt real quick, Jack. I'm sorry. <sighs> yeah. Um, and I don't want to take away any. No, you're good. Go ahead. I will say this as cryptically as I can. I don't want to take away any news from you. But the one thing that like never has scared me about having children, right? Is which is something I've always thought about, right? Mm-hmm. Is that I am not scared of the parenting aspect of it, right? Like of the, I'm more scared of like the logistical, like, hey, how am I going to pay for you? How, what are you going to do? How am I going to spend gonna enough work? time you know? with you? Like, like those are the things I'm scared of. But like the actual, like being a dad part, like I'm more than excited and ready for. Like, yeah, I, I mean, my see myself being a dad. Like that is my easy. buddy John. I referenced earlier yeah. from Gypsy. Um, yeah. You know, he has a kid now, and they have another one on the way, and. You know, just hearing from him, his experience, he's like, you know, I know I, he, and he's away. He just wants to be with that mm-hmm. kid, you know, and like, like hearing him talk about it, you know, it's like not everybody's a perfect father, or perfect mother, but like he's got so much love for that kid and yeah. everything. And it's like the worry for him is like logistically, like how much time can I spend with my kid when yeah. I'm supporting the family? And like I, th- I see that like the financial thing, and and also just like I would want to be able to be there, mm. you know. And yeah. like, yeah. So I, I will say I haven't told the podcast yet. I, that's but what yeah. I was being cagey. So <laughs> we are expecting. We are expecting. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is so exciting. This October. <laughs> I'm so. We excited. don't know if it's a boy or girl yet. Yeah. But you know, are you guys going to find out? Or are you going to make it a? I, I think surprise? we're going to find out. I don't know if we'll tell anyone. Uh, I'm betting it's a girl. I, well, I know we Jack. I know Jack. I know Jack. Probably burn down a neighborhood. Yeah, we, we might burn down a few <laughs> neighborhoods. You know, no. We're but, gonna uh, burn down a couple so, neighborhoods with blue. <laughs> you know, and I, I will say so. Like when Laura and I first got together, uh, you know, and that that's something I did think about. Is I was like, how am I going to support, you know, a family now? So, and like, one thing I will say is, it always comes with hardships. Yeah. It's always going to. Mm-hmm. Like Laura and I both work currently. 
Ellie goes to school, but before she didn't go to school, we worked opposite shifts. Like I worked a night shift, she worked a day shift or, you know, and so with your change and what's going on at your work though, do you think you'll be able to hack it? I mean, if she can spend more time at home. Yeah. So if she, if she doesn't have to work anymore, then there's a good chance. So we've, we're kind of going through a phase where this summer we think that she's not going to work and we're going to see how things work out logistically. Are you going to get any parental leave? From your job? I hope so. We got to wait and see how things change here in America. But uh, slowly. I mean, slowly. it's it's like there's record lows of people having children right now. I mean, you have to think about how hard everything's been. Yeah, I, I will say and- the, the most difficult thing really isn't the financial aspect mm-hmm. of having a child. Which, like, yeah, it comes with its trials and tribulations. But, you know... You, you get through it. At the end of the day, you're not worrying about the money, worrying about the time you're spending with your family, with whoever. Right. You know, and like you do sacrifice like a lot of personal time. You sacrifice, you know, being social, that sort of mm-hmm. thing. But you find ways once you, you know, once you like have a family, you find ways. Okay. You know, I did this. Like Ellie's her own person now. She can like go watch on her tablet for a little bit. I'm going to do my thing every like 15 minutes. Dad. Yeah. I love you. Dad. You know, yeah. like, you know, or she'll come and be yeah. like, she'll come poke me. Why'd you poke me? I just wanted to mess with you. You know, like she'll do that kind of <laughs> How stuff. How old she, is she? Gosh, she definitely she'll, got that from you, Jack. She'll be, she'll be five in May. <laughs> five in May. So my godson, Leon, he's just turned three. He has no words. Okay. He can kind of like affirm and say like, no. I will say. But he can sign. He, I was about to say. He says, yeah. like, thank you, and oh, I want. Okay. Sign language is something that babies can learn really fast. Really quickly. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it's so much more easy to, like, move your hands. And yeah, they like, have much more control and, like, over understand. that. Yeah. yeah. But he, like, still has no words, and it's, like, super unusual for a child of three to have, like, pretty much no words. Because, like, the other day at the pharmacy, the woman in front of me had a really cute kid, you know, and she was yeah. running around, and she was – just talking and talking, and I guess she had just turned three, too. And I was like, oh, this is actually... Because they thought it was autism. It, I think it's now more of like a... A spectrum thing. So, it, no, not even. It's yeah. actually uh, dis, dis, uh What do you call it when you can't... Dyslexia? That's when you can't mm. read It's properly. a form of dyslexia like that is like auditory. Oh, okay. Hmm. So whenever he speaks, he actually has to like think about moving his muscles and stuff it's not right, like it's like an automatic yeah it's like if you were trying to move your lungs yourself mm. and so it's like hard for him to form words it's not that he doesn't understand language because mm. i can talk to him and he mm-hmm. knows what i'm yeah, saying yeah but so it's like that's like the other part of it is it like too you know there's a lot of responsibility it's yeah a lot, so you know but you know with like like you said like no, no, you can't be like a perfect father all the time. You can't be a perfect mother all the time. Like that's just not. You're gonna lose. You know, sometimes you're gonna be frustrated. You're like, I just want like 15 minutes. I want oh, 10 yeah. minutes. Like, mm. happens all the time. But like, you know, those are so minute and like the joy and like that everything that comes from being a father. And like, just I just want to talk about this because you're saying, you know, if you have a child, well, th- you want to like raise them better than you. She's were having her childhood memories now. Yeah. Right? Like, so, like, we're almost leading this, like, thing. It's like, we're at the age where it's like, we're going to have these kids in our lives. 
I mean, and they're forming their childhood memories. Mm-hmm. What like would when, you like to see for her? When we went to the circus, like, I'm like, that's a core memory, you know? Like, she's almost five. Like, that's that's something she's going to remember. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, just, like, seeing that kind of stuff and seeing her dad go up on stage and be part of the act or whatever. <laughs> and Laura was like, you know, we actually planned all that. Yeah. You know? And so. Are you planning to be a lot like your dad in the way of, like, showing her the music and the music videos that you grew up with? Oh, dude. And- that is the one thing I know I'll be so frustrated just to have like enough time to wait until they're like old enough to be like, oh dude, I can show you Lord of the Rings. Oh dude, I can show you this. Yeah. I can wait, show you so the no, symphony. So like, so I'm, I'm showing her. You know, we're going through like Disney movies oh, hey, right Elden now. Ring. <laughs> Age two. We're beat going it. through like you know. Beat she loves. If you want to eat, beat it. She loves Minecraft. You know, she loves um, like this Lego mo- this Lego game that she we play. Oh, the new Star Wars Lego game. She likes this SpongeBob Rehydrated, which is like a oh, SpongeBob so game. You know, she. So she's like getting into that kind of stuff. And then she also, we just watched Mulan last night. And mm. she was like, <laughs> so good. We were watching it. And the other, you know, the, the hawks classic. flying over the snow. Yeah. And then the hand comes up. And she goes, oh, Dad, he's moving. <laughs> and I was like, dude, Mulan, she's it. what a classic. Great movie. I, okay. I know I talked about this on a podcast before, but like the live action Mulan. Is so bad compared to the original. Now I'm not, yeah, and I, I don't okay, even mess with live action. I will action say, stuff I will say here, right? I did not go into live action Mulan thinking, "Hey, you need to have Mushu. Hey, you need to have this. Hey, you need yeah. to have that." No. Well, I wanted like a hint of it, like, "Let's make a man out of you," right? Like a musical cue, yeah. right? It doesn't even have to be lyrics. But no, there's none of that. I'm just so, like, dude, we're running into the. Anyways, I'm sorry. I know we're running totally into our in our last times but i want to take a quick poll yeah for you guys okay go ahead let's talk about favorite movie from our childhood that we've probably all seen probably over at your house as a result of your dad either most memorable or your favorite that's hard there's so many i think for animated it's got to be iron giant Mm, that's really good either that or the the lord of rings animated was I got really good. Dude, Michael posted a, a gif and I saw that. Yeah, the Gandalf. That's so good. He's <laughs> and the so, weird like it's so good. You know, yeah, they're like and the orcs look so terrible. Yeah, they're like rotoscopes. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's okay. actually so that's the Ralph Batchy version. We didn't watch that version. We watched a different one, which is the Hobbit. They're yes. going the Razor. Yes, yes. But there was also the Lord the, of the Rings, which, which I don't know if I've actually seen. I definitely one. seen that one, but like. Way less, but the Hobbit one was the one that we would yes. watch over. And the Hobbit one has the freaky orcs that have like the two throats for some reason. Oh, dude, the Hobbit would be so great. Let's say you could roll in uh, a movie that we've seen at Gigi and Grandpa's house too, mm. if that sticks out more. But the Iron Giant is a solid choice. That movie makes so much me cry right at the end. I'll just keep, it gets me. It's really good. There's so many. There's mm-hmm. a lot. What do you think? You know, What's like yours? I vividly remember like dad showing me like Conan for the first time. Oh yeah. I mean, of course, like as like a young kid, for some reason I had a fascination with Pinocchio. You would always like oh, watch Pinocchio. Freak, I'm kidding. Yeah, I know. That movie's kind of weird. Like I watched was that Dumbo movie. in your rotation. Dumbo was in the rotation. Dumbo's you know, watching those movies now, especially Pinocchio, you're like, this movie's freaky, man. Yeah. It's like Stromboli. He's like threatening to chop up Pinocchio, and you're like, that's horrifying. You Do you guys remember Hercules and like Xena? and yeah. stuff mm-hmm. i don't know if you ever really watched it i watched xena later on i mean like you know a big one actually is napoleon dynamite i remember like seeing that, that was really big when we were kids. your house because okay so when it was icy it was like around christmas it was icy and snowy outside my parents rented it from like blockbuster because that was a thing back then like a movie rental yeah. store 
And I watched it with them, and I thought it was so funny. And so I think <laughs> I like it, made you guys watch it. I'm telling you right now, we, okay. we were actually watching School of Rock, the movie oh, with Jack really Black. And I'm like, I'm cracking up. And I'm like, there are so many. <laughs> that so and Emperor's New Groove have so yeah. many references that we make. Yeah. That's also a good one. Emperor's Chello. New Groove. <laughs> so <laughs> mine Let's is rock. going to be rock. easily rock today. Monty Python <laughs> and the Holy Grail. <laughs> the first time I ever saw it was at your house, and we were cracking up by the so time the credits started because the credits are hilarious, you know? Like the llama, like, mm-hmm. reference. Like all fired. Yeah, it's that movie, uh, like, that sense of humor really bled into a lot of yeah. the humor around there. I feel like it was kind of that Monty Python vibe, you know? That Monty Python, like. You're telling me you just. Best Got a sword show. out of a lake. Napoleon <laughs> Dynamite, yeah. All right. And then you're a king. I got... <laughs> that makes you a king. Let's say we're just not two hours. Right, two so. hours. I got one more memory I want to we bring up. We could shave this down, or we could maybe break it up into two. But I got one more memory I'm I want to bring up. release one big episode. Or put man. a disclaimer at the beginning. Hey, this is a longer episode. I don't think we care. Sorry, people out there. Sorry, future Michael, who's listening to this. Again, he hears me say, I don't I listen to four-hour critical um, role D&D games. But so the one... Is, we, we have our niche. The last memory I want to bring up before we end it here is one... The thing is so funny nowadays, and I'm sure, Michael, it was not funny for you. But I remember <laughs> when it was... God, we were definitely young kids, but Michael had a like horrific accident on a scooter. Horrific accident, right? And uh, I, okay. Was this when I went down the driveway yes. and hit the hitch of my dad's truck? Yeah. Yeah. And it, his face was all like scarred, scabbed up. And I remember specifically why I remember this, right, is not because Michael's injury, but I remember mom sitting me and you down, Jack, and going, hey, so Michael, he looks pretty beat up. Don't make fun of him. His black eye. And I was like, right? And yeah, I remember thinking I when my mom eye. told me that, is like, dude, I'm just glad he's alive. Like, you guys, I thought he was dead. You guys literally never teased me. Like, <laughs> like ever. I, okay, yeah, I was like... I don't I feel like... like yeah. I don't remember you guys ever teasing me or anything like that. Uh-uh. I think that most of might have asked, like, does it hurt? It, I think we might have no, asked like, that. that. That did hurt. I had a couple of accidents when I was younger. I, like, fell off a trash can and, like, got a big bolt on my head. I had a couple of things. Yeah. The finger thing, I mean, but nothing, like... Yeah, me Seriously, either, I never, I've never broken a bone. Thank God. Me either. And we were climbing trees like I'm, crazy in your I'm backyard. You Do you remember at your old so house when we were kids? If you'd go out your front door, um, across the street, there'd be like that ditch that'd fill up with water when it mm-hmm. rained. And we'd collect and we'd tadpoles. get tadpoles all the time, dude. We were all about the tadpoles. We were, and, but like, if you go, if you went down that ditch, about those tadpoles, oh, you went down that ditch, there's another man. patch of grass. They're delicious. Where. <laughs> If you were wearing your shoes, you could get like stickers every step. Remember yep. that little patch of grass? I do. I know exactly what you're talking about. And we about. go back in that alleyway a little bit yep. and stuff. And like really the cool thing was like in Bigsby there, you could go back to the fields kind of like behind the school mm. and stuff. I don't know if we ever really did that, but we walked to the school playground a couple of times. Yeah, we would we would go around. We'd I walk mean, in the town. I was always less excited to be there in Bigsby than I was to like be like up in your guys' like old old house and we had like ride bikes down the street a little yeah. bit and stuff or like especially like when you guys moved to the the new one the new neighborhood and like once we had target it was like we wanted to be there or we were always on 10 to go to Gigi's because like yeah we were setting up 
train tracks and like they had this beautiful We're yard. Softest pillows. We even later on we would go down to uh like the gas station oh, God, God, you guys, or yeah. racers and start okay. getting like you know, we were getting pretty bold with like the going out. God, speaking of getting bold, do you guys remember when we did film at Gigi's house when they weren't there? And we were like throwing that window. We were like throwing the, the camera th- off of their like second yeah. floor window down. That was a world softest pillow. It was like take two or three. We set released. up we set up a like a lamp. Does that exist? <laughs> We set up a lamp can we, can and they're like bathroom. in the cloud somewhere. I, I, maybe I'll, I'll look for <laughs> it. We set up a lamp in their bathroom that like burned a hole in the yeah. like, and then we tried to like fix it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. I remember it so because I felt so bad. I maybe, was maybe so that was worried. Yeah. Yeah. So much I trouble. Like, I was chilling. But anyways, that was always a easy go over there though. It was always we got, a lot, we got of, a lot of memories. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, we're probably going to close this one off. But guys, if you liked this episode, Please let us know. Mm. You know, comment all all that sort of thing. I I really like doing this kind of stuff because it's just fun and it's it's, fun. it's also just easy. But you know, I almost forget we're recording during like yeah. These, if you guys aren't a fan of this sort of thing or you want it more like actually like segmented, then you know we could. You have to yeah, tell. Yeah, this us. is a very free form episode. You have like no doubt to tell us. This is like a basically I'm gonna call it like the memory tangent part. Yeah. Whatever tangents we're on. So. I mean, this is just the, us talking, yeah. and I mean... But that's also why it's nice to have a podcast that's so small, is because it doesn't necessarily matter if we change up the format. No, but at the same it. time, like, sometimes we stick to these specific, like, subjects of, like, anime or Age yeah. of Empires, and that's great, because all of that was a part of this, but, like, this is, like, Everything. us and our relationship as a whole, and, yeah. like, where this, like, a lot of this creativity comes from. Um, mm-hmm. I'd like to just, like, shout out, like, before we finish out here, yeah, like, give some shout outs. If shout-outs. you haven't checked out Manilica, I know I said so. Oh, but, please do. I mean, give us a give us a message at Rock and Tour Collection, and you know, I'm sure we can get a copy out oh, to you. Definitely, you know, definitely. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, if you're interested in D and D, you like roll, uh, you know, tabletop and stuff. Like, express like, hey, like we'd love to get like a like a one shot episode. Oh, or, I have to say, guys, our adventures are. Uh, they're They've been good. a lot of fun. Yeah, Lily, like our sister Lily ran our venture, fan freaking tastic. Really Michael's good. run several one shots that are that have evolved in more than one shot because they're just that good. I mean, like everybody I mean, we, here, we have fun. So anything you're interested <laughs> I, I in, I mean, I know. if there's I any know. games that we've like glossed over that maybe like you oh, guys yeah. haven't necessarily like deep dived into, if you like want to hear more about it, like I mean, just send a message. We'll send them. Like we, send it across yeah. the waves, man. We just like to talk. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I personally, I like doing episodes like this a lot. I think it's a I lot of fun. And I also, like, this is the kind of stuff I like to listen to, mm-hmm. you know? Me too. And so, but like I said, if you guys want more structured, we can work on that a little bit. But, yeah. you know, it's a Tour collection. So. It's a Tour collection. We're we'll recording we this in my dining room with... Two laptops set up on the yeah. Until we get sponsored, um, we got mics that move in and out of this table. Mm-hmm. I mean, like this it's is, like the Harry uh, Potter like yeah. staircases they move around and stuff. yeah. This I mean, this is we're we're just going. What I do think you, yeah, a Dune episode is in the cards. Yeah, I need to get. Be. In fact, I'm glad you brought that up because I really want to get like Jack Henry and you, Michael, on the Dune episode. Jack, how can you we are, get Jack Henry in this? You probably have to do like I'll have to call in. I'll have to call in. But we, we Jack, this, maybe we can plan we, with like a visit. Dune is available so. on HBO Max if you want to watch it, and you can kind of join in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Or we could just do it without you. But it would feel weird doing it without you, Jack. I'll be honest. It would yeah. be weird. It'd be weird to be like, 
As far as Elden Ring goes, I think we're it's still too early to really do an episode on it and to <laughs> it necessarily Jack- elaborate and like do too many spoilers. But if you're enjoying the game, Dude. if you're interested in the game, send a message and just you know it's sad. You know, see what I you- see. I see a lot of people now. A lot of videos are coming out now that Elden Ring's been out for long enough, where people are like kind of trashing it a little bit, being like, "Oh, blah blah blah." I have to say, like, listen, I do think the end game of Elden Ring is kind of weak. That being said, Elden Ring is like one of the best games I have played in a long time and nothing can take that away. Like, yeah, it's really and so good. for people out there who like saw all the hype and are now seeing the anti hype kind of like circle back because like the hype is fading a little bit. Like, listen, it's fine. Like if you are still interested, play. I mean, it's $10 cheaper than most at market games, right? It's 50 instead of 60. Like, I mean, if you're oh, at so all interested it. in Soulsborne games, you will enjoy it. But yeah, I don't feel like we need to plug it too much because I think most people like love it and have been enjoying it. And if they want to play it, they have it. But um, I've I've been enjoying it. I've been on a hiatus from that, and to be honest, just kind of dealing more with life and yeah. you know. So you got to do on. sometimes, man. Uh, yeah. Video games are always like that for me. We're like every once in a while, one will come along where I'll sink so much yeah. time into it, and then it's like. Even actually after I beat Elden Ring and on the second playthrough, I'm not that invested. I'm kind of like, I feel like mm-hmm. I'm done. Like I beat it and I do want to see the other endings, but I'm kind of like, you know, I'm done. I'm going gonna, I'm like gonna to finish me, it, but I'm for done. now, like, you know, for now we're on a hiatus. We're dealing with life. We're uh, trucking along and, trucking. you know, I think that that's okay sometimes. I'll, I'll get back into Minecraft eventually too. Eventually. Sure. Jack, we'll start a new world. Yeah. Yes. End us. Just end all of this, man. End it right here. All right, well, I'm literally going to hit the button. You want me to hit the button? No, so I'm be... <laughs> well. Okay, I'm, stop, I'm stopping it. Oh, no, no, you can actually wrap up in. Oh, okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's what I meant. Like, Okay, let me just revert it then. No. <laughs> all right, guys, wait. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. You all take care. Have a great evening, morning, and night, wherever you are. Much love, much appreciation. Spread the word of the collection. Let me know if you want shirts. We are growing. We are growing. Dude, I like that being our we slogan. Ever we are growing. Grow <laughs> ever. We are growing. in your walls. Anyways, guys. No recommendations this week. Sorry. Clumsy Titan coming out with the music. In three, two, one. Music! Music!